Hey everybody, it's Mike, and joining hey. me is John, <laughs> and we're here to uh, reminisce about the uh, not Nintendo Power, but an issue of Playing with Power podcast. <laughs> In particular, we're reminiscing about issue forty, which I forget the episode numbers because they don't matter. Only the issue numbers matter because it's about the magazine, not us. <laughs> we're just the vessels. The magazine demands to be remembered. <laughs> so, the uh, it was issue 40 with Felix the Cat, and this stands out as one of my picks because it was the one that we recorded with Brandon in studio, meaning my room. <laughs> and it was just fun to have him in the room beside me talking, hanging out, and we were talking about Felix the Cat. Did your the, mom uh, Did your mom bring you, like, poutine and biscuits? <laughs> I don't know what Canadians do. Like, what do Canadians' moms bring, like, for sleepovers and stuff? <laughs> Oatmeal cookies and maple syrup. Oh. Mm. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, it was just really fun to uh, hang out with Brandon, reminisce about good times, and just, like, you know, actually hang out with somebody from the podcast in real life, since uh, Distance is a, um, a mother, and these guys... The rest of these schmucks are all the way off in Arizona, mm-hmm. which is like a, what, a six-day drive? Uh, I have no idea how long it would take. All right, I looked yep. it up, but you, you go ahead. <laughs> okay, so this was us talking about Felix the Cat, the, the game, but mostly uh, it ended up with me talking about my experience enjoying the movie. Which uh, didn't really have high ratings, but I remember enjoying it, singing along with the songs like Sly as a Fox, where Felix is outwitting a bunch of foxes, and uh, I just thought it was a great movie. But it's not about the movie, it's about the magazine, so enjoy the magazine while I wait for John to return. I can't drive to Ontario according to Google Maps. What city in Ontario are you (laughs) Well, are you sure it's not because of the restraining order? Yeah, that could be it too. What's your what city? <laughs> Ottawa. I'm in Ottawa. Ottawa. Oh, not Ontario. It shows you. Wait, isn't Ottawa in Ontario? It's in Quebec. Yes, it's it's the capital city of Canada. It's right on the border of Quebec. You have capital now. When did we let that happen? <laughs> All right. It's apparently twenty. So what's twenty eight plus? Or 24 plus 13 is 37 hours. Yeah. So however long, so what, eight hours? Or it depends on how on like how many breaks and if you stop and stuff. But 37 hours of driving. Yeah. If uh, if I'm not if I stop downing monster Red Bulls. Yeah. Then yeah, that would take a couple of days <laughs> where I actually pull over on the side of the road and eat and poop and sleep. I have a so. I had a friend that swore uh, he would. He would masturbate to stay awake because he would do the drive from like uh, Austin, Texas to Phoenix, which is 17 hours all in one go. And he would like be falling asleep as he like got through like eastern Arizona. So if you like it rub works. one out, yeah, if you want to rub works. one it's out, an, it's an endorphin rush <laughs> until you want to take that nap after you spurt it out. Come on. <laughs> well, usually like the nap is from like the rest of all the physical workout when you're with somebody, but. You know, if, if you get winded masturbating, go on a fucking diet, all right? <laughs> all right, and that's just a small t- 
taste of the Play With Power podcast. And that's health tips with the Playing With Power podcast. (laughs) So, like Mike said, (laughs) please enjoy uh, issue four. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast. This is the issue-by-issue issue retrospective about Nintendo Power Magazine and all the shenanigans that uh, we get up to. I am your host, Ben, and with me as always is my co-host, Mike. Hello. And John is not with us this evening, but we have a surprise guest live in studio. Woot woot. Hey, guys. Welcome. Welcome. Return return guest, Brandon, and co-host of The Taste Test. Boswell. Boswell, yes. <laughs> the perfect title. Hey, guys. <laughs> How you guys been? <laughs> well, it's been an interesting week, put it yeah, that way. Yeah, you must be having a real fun time there. Oh, I, I can't wait to just not go on Facebook ever again or open the newspaper until <laughs> the next four years, and then I can go vote again. <laughs> have, if you're lucky. Have all if your, you're lucky. <laughs> have all your yeah. uh, Latina, Muslim, and black neighbors just like started putting for sale signs on their houses? Uh, no, not yet. Not yet. Really? So, so I shouldn't be expecting any company anytime soon? <laughs> no one is going to be making good on those threats? Because they realize mm. it's like a six-year process. <laughs> well, I've started the tunnel, so. <laughs> That's the best. That's just, just tunnel your way over here, man. We'll be on the other side. We'll wait there for you. There you go. All right, very good. Geographically, it's more fitting for his people, for uh, his area to move to Mexico. Yeah, mm. yeah, there you go. That too. I just need to avoid the northern states is the thing. They'll spot me and it'll be like, you know, uh, what's that one with the um, Keith Sutherland's dad? Donald Sutherland? Pod people uh, one? Oh, body snatchers? Oh, body yeah. snatchers. They're just going to look at me and go, yeah, turn around. <laughs> <laughs> just see me like not wearing like a, a white hood. I saw, you know? I saw probably the best thing about this whole thing on Facebook today, and it was uh, like a joke post, but somebody said that, the, that they're offering marriage for green cards, and the bidding starts at $50,000. And I was like, oh, that is genius. Wow. I can get a wife and $50,000? Mm. God dang. Yeah. And, and even if she takes half of it in the divorce, I'm, yeah. I'm up 25 Gs. I'm up 25 Gs. <laughs> she gets a sweet little green card out of it. I don't yeah. care what she does. I better get a prenup put together. <laughs> but anyway, so our, all right. You know. so, this is about this is about an issue of Nintendo Power. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so, Volume Forty from volume. September of this is ninety two, I believe. Yep. Yes. Uh, vo- and this is Felix the Cat on the cover here, and he's standing on some kind of green world. I'm guessing that's the moon. Uh, saying a, he's got a brand new bag of NES tricks. Yeah, I think that's his... Um, in the show, they reference that the moon is made of cheese a few times. I think that's what that is. Mm. Do anyone know why they decided to make a Felix the Cat game in 1982? Um, Fucking I have no do idea. Do you remember the Felix the Cat cartoon? From, like, the 50s? Yeah, that's well, what that I was, was a TV. Was... Sh- that was a TV series, but they also had a Felix the Cat animated movie. Yeah. And it actually was oh, one of the first okay. uses of CGI for the uh, cat intro at the beginning. Then no, I don't remember that movie. <laughs> I think I remember. Oh, I th- you know, I think I remember brief trailer snippets. I don't think I ever saw it. It was terrifying. Uh, the the trailer was terrifying. That's all I remember about that. 
I like that movie. It had some good music. It was pretty interesting. Yeah, I don't thoroughly remember the movie myself, but I do uh, vaguely remember you know being a kid and being amazed by it. And uh, something about that just made me want to play the game. And the show itself, I remember it kind of being around, being like mm-hmm. reruns of it and whatnot. But uh, all I know is my dad knows the theme song. In which, in which, Felix and because cat, the wonderful, wonderful cat, whenever he, he gets into, gets into his, he reaches, reaches into, into his bag, bag of tricks. Okay, we are. You guys are thinking about one thing, and I am not. Uh, yeah, because the movie. <laughs> oh, you know what? I know what I was thinking of. Totally different, unrelated cat cartoon. Billy mm, the cat. He's Cliff. Does anybody remember Billy the cat? No. no. Is that okay. a, boy thing? a boy trapped in the body of a cat. That's a that sounds like a Kevin Spacey movie. <laughs> called Nine Lives which was released this year oh my god yeah uh, wow, it all, oh my god it all the Felix the Cat movie came out in 1988 and it had that CGI no. intro so it was uh, pretty neat and it, oh, oh my god it wasn't just an American movie it was also collaborated with Hungary and it was directed <laughs> by Tibor Hernadi wow that's a fantastic name Mm. I know, sounds like sounds a basic, like, like a mean hero. Yeah, like like a, <laughs> that's a like badass an black cyborg cop. That's like a Tibor. <laughs> that's an Eastern European wrestler right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's a Sergeant Tibor. Oh, Sergeant uh, Hitler cop's new rookie, Sergeant Tibor. <laughs> Sergeant Tibor. <laughs> and it's, a, it's spelled T I B O R. Mm. Like it's a very Tibor. Like, like very Middle Easterny. I don't know. He's a Tyborg. Where, where would you think that that name actually or, or originates from? Hungary, of course. Of that Eastern Europe, apparently. Because it's in the... <laughs> Jesus Oh, Christ. my God. Look at the, Russia, pro- the, pro- yeah. the production credits on this. Josef Butyar, Don Ariolo, Janos Schenk, Christian Schneider. Okay, so all those sound like normal names when he reads them, but when I read them, <laughs> it's Josef's Butjar... Butch- <laughs> Butjar. 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 Don but jar. Orlo, which, you know, that's pretty straightforward. You don't want to open the Butjar. Yeah. <laughs> J- Janos. It's, really like closed. It's, on, it's on the shelf next to the Shank. cum box. And then Christian <laughs> Schneider. Christian Schneider. Any relation to Christian Schlater? <laughs> I was going to say, is there any relation to Scott Schneider? Oh, my God. The music was by Christopher L. Stone. Don't know who that is. No. But uh, mm. it had a budget of it didn't nine come mi- out in the states. It had a budget of nine million dollars, and it only made one point nine million at the box office. Ouch! So it was a dud. <laughs> Major stinker. Wow, that's not how you do it, guys. Who knew that, who knew that making a uh, who knew that an Eastern European collaboration with a uh, at the time thirty year old <laughs> forgotten cartoon right. that's that people only remember as wall clocks. <laughs> yeah, just weird <laughs> melting wall. Wouldn't would, would do so good. <laughs> right. It's got musical numbers. Oh, yeah, All I right. remember Sly as a Fox, and, uh... Yeah, and that's I remember it? The, the music was good. <laughs> okay. Face to well, the wind. That's the fart jar. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the All right, well, we'll dig into the, ga- to the uh, game in a little bit here, and we can yeah. talk about Felix some more. Let's, let's dig into the inside cover, though. So we've got... An advertisement here. Uh, I don't items. think we've seen this before. It says, want more power? Join the club. No silly hats, no super secret handshakes, no hard-to-earn merit badges. It does tons of cool stuff. So this is a Nintendo Power subscription uh, advertisement, of course. 
And we got a stack of uh, Nintendo Powers here with uh, Street Fighter 2 on the front. <laughs> with, with Guile and his broken leg attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just look at his look at that foot. I mean, like he he, he he's going into a cast. I don't think Ben was there for that episode. No, nah, I was not. I missed that one. I think it looks like he's breaking his ankle though for sure. Yeah. We we just that, that <laughs> he's just he, he's somehow rolling his ankle and his kneecap at the same time. I still yeah. hold to the to the fact that maybe he's trying to land on it, anticipating his momentum, but I feel like he's still gonna bust it back. He's kicking forward so hard, he knows he's gonna roll his ankle the other way. Yeah. So he's mm-hmm. trying to land on the side so it rolls onto the surface. Onto the flat, yeah. Yeah, onto the flat. <laughs> and he's still going to fuck it all up. Like, let's be real. <laughs> Thinking isn't Guile's strong suit. Yeah. And also, like, out of the three of us, are any of us ever going to be in the air hurtling in that direction and ever going to need to know how to not break your leg? Because <laughs> no. I'm going to try my best to avoid that situation every time. Yeah. yeah. If, I have to, if I have to do a flying kick to somebody... I'm already no. fucked. I if you, if you ever camera. see my legs that far apart, just call a doctor immediately. <laughs> a I'm probably lying on my back on the ground. Right. Just phone somebody. I'm in extreme pain. <laughs> <laughs> you win. Whatever. Just call Dr. Bison. Right. Yeah. Get down. So. Get Dalsam over here. Yeah. He's a doctor, right? All Indian people are doctors, right? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> the league works that way. <laughs> He's just making tea <laughs> when your legs are busted. Just, be- just because I have achieved personal enlightenment does not know how how, how to settle a compound fracture. <laughs> I, I know how to, tea. I, I know how to settle to fix your, your groin. <coughs> I I know how to settle your spirit. <laughs> Lovely. So they're offering. Here's all the stuff you get with a subscription. You get a top secret password player's guide. You get power certificates. You get power trading cards. You get a superpower issue. Power cleaning service. Oh, boy. And, of course, a subscription. What is a power cleaning service? Basically, uh, you you get a free cleaning service. You go to a Nintendo World Class Service Center. Um, And you just be like, bitch, I'm a member. I want to stop seeing this blinking screen. Oh, I thought it was like after you played Nintendo for like, you know, three weeks straight and your fucking boxers are still like stuck to you. You go to one of these places and they just power wash you down. (laughs) Totally, that's what they're doing now. cleaning service, right? (laughs) Excuse me, I can't walk. My underwear have fastened themselves to me. My son is... I need you to power wash You have to call the hotline. You're like, I am surrounded by empty bags of Doritos and Mountain Mountain Dew cans. I can't exit my house. The pile falls again. I am Fused to my couch. Send help. <laughs> I'm, I've just I've just maintained enough buoyancy to stay on top of the sea of pop cans, but every time I shift, I sink a little bit. <laughs> you have to come quickly, dude. I had a friend that I worked with at uh, Blockbuster Video, the worst job ever, and uh, he was like an assistant manager, and he did he need a ride home one day? So I took him home. I ended up being friends with this guy, but like he was like very short and he slept in the closet um, so he had his mattress like folded up inside the closet and then in his room it had the only lights he had were like the blinking Christmas lights of multicolors huh. and then there was a single small space on the floor that was actually bare like you can see the carpet yeah. and the rest of it up to the corners of the <laughs> of the for, room was it for his bucket <laughs> <laughs> no the rest of it up the corner of the room was just like trash and like 
dirty what? clothes. So he did this by choice. Like he, he was short enough that he could get away with sleeping in the closet without being uncomfortable. But he left so much evidence. But yeah, and then so he just like <laughs> filled the rest of his room with garbage and was like, "Fuck yes. it, that." If I yes. could live inside, if I could live inside a store rent free. I would be a fucking meticulous like, guy. I would leave no trace of my existence. Yeah, that is like the 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 epitome of like the Bender's closet paradox, where like he opens the <laughs> other side of the closet and it's an entire apartment. And you're like, why the fuck are you in the closet? I don't understand. What are you doing? <laughs> That's amazing. Can yeah. we look that guy up and get him on an episode? No. <laughs> no. I, I, I did, I, I'm still in touch with him, but no. My God, I didn't even get him on. The blockbuster he's like, living in doesn't have cell reception anymore. <laughs> yeah. The blockbusters he, are all closed down. The, the, he's still in the blockbuster, but it just doesn't have a landline connection anymore. Yeah, oh, no he's, he's an interesting dude. He had like a mail or a bride kind of thing where he met his like girlfriend on the internet. They mar- he went over there, they got married, they came back, and they got a place together, and when I visited them together, he didn't like like uh, any kind of heat or sunlight coming in, so he had like tin foil taped to all like the windows. Dude, what's, and wrong? what's wrong with blackout uh-huh. drapes? All you could hear, because like the air, the AC was going, was like the sound of like tin foil like crinkling. And like, <laughs> he had bought... Um, he told me one time that he couldn't go to work because he had to go to the ER for something. I'm like, oh, what happened? Well, he had bought like this, uh, this ornamental, expensive looking like dagger kind of thing, like a blonde <laughs> from like Elder Scrolls or Lord of the Rings or some shit. Yeah. And he like hung out on that, the wall. Is that the home divorce kit? He hung out on the wall and apparently it fell off and just got him right through the leg. Oh my god. <laughs> that totally happens in an episode of Futurama. <laughs> I'm not kidding. They have like two sabers up on the wall, and Hermes is using them for for uh, limboing. And then he leans against the the fireplace, and one just falls off and slices his head clean off. And that's like the beginning of the whole episode. That's yeah. amazing. This guy literally just lived Futurama before it happened. He d- he told me his uh, his dad was like a turquoise uh, carver. And um, <laughs> what's he doing living in a blockbuster instead of living off that turquoise carving money? Yeah. Well, <laughs> those, that doesn't make you that much money. Trust me. There's only so many old people in Indian casinos you can sell that shit to. <laughs> so anyways, apparently his dad was carving some uh, um, some of this turquoise stone and a shard flew off and like blew open one of his eyes. So then, like, during the recovery period, apparently he decided it was a great idea to carve a false eye out of turquoise. Wow, that is actually epic. Shit. Yeah. So, that's Nate for you. I called him Meat. <laughs> Anyways, back to the magazine. Yeah, we got the power trading cards that have, like, Psycho Imp Mega Man <laughs> leading the pack. Those would have been cool back in the day. I would have collected the shit out of those, I bet you. I think I'm I did. I'm pretty sure I have those. Nice. I had those, but then again, with, with all my paper though. medium and my never prominent storage oh, space. you get six every month. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Do yeah. they give them out randomly, or is every, like, does every issue get the same six? Well, let me consult all the friends I had back then. Okay, For, Dylan. Yeah. I don't okay, remember. Fair enough. I probably have a few, but it wasn't... These weren't that great. They weren't like cards by themselves. Like it was just like an insert sheet that had yeah. like perforated lines on it. Yeah, it was yeah. like six of them cut, put together where you cut them apart, and they didn't have like that much yeah. on the back. Yeah, 
It, they're really yeah. kind of crap quality. It wasn't like nice, independent, shiny. You know, it's free. What more do you want? Is it much. me or is is Mario like right beside a Dragon Ball? <laughs> it looks like he's kind of like like right behind Mega Man's name. There's a Dragon Ball sitting right there, and he's like guarding it. Is he throwing a fireball as well? <laughs> looks like he's winding up with a fireball. Either that, or he's mm-hmm. just catching a lot of sunlight. Yeah, it's glistening off the zits. Yeah. So, but. then we see the power of choice. Mm-hmm. We saw this before, right? Did we talk yeah. about this? Yeah, but instead it's of a, a uh, but instead of a side view of a woman with a baby. <laughs> this is a different choice. This is a different choice. Lovely. This is the right choice to make, clearly. <laughs> Definitely not Sophie's choice. The, this, is the, this is the inarguably good choice. Yeah. Right. So but, then we've uh, got the table of contents, and we have the dick nose dryer has placed his uh, arch down at the bottom right here. We've got a dude sitting in an inner tube playing a dead. Game Boy. With, there's a Game Link cable <laughs> going underwater where there's yeah. apparently a shark. But is the shark also playing? Yeah, he's playing with I, the shark. I have to imagine the shark has the other end of the game yeah. like, and is playing against him. Yeah. He, 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 he's hitting the buttons with his teeth. I like to imagine that there's an outlet at the bottom of the pool that he's plugged into, and the <laughs> pool is just a trap for dumb people. <laughs> you can't... You can't yeah, but, well, if you had the ability to charge your Game Boy through the right. port, but that nope. would have been a great... No, they had cables. They were Not char- for charging. They were charging cables. No, they were just was, data link cables. No, yeah. no, I mean, they had... Um, Power cables, like I had the. Mm-mm. black You're thinking of uh, no. you're thinking of uh, game of uh, Game Gear, right? Yeah. No, no, okay. no. No, they would need a battery pack, and the original Game Boy didn't have a battery pack that you no. could charge. I'm pretty positive that there is a. You port. could run it. You could run it without batteries. There was a DC port. Yeah. At the bottom. Yeah, that's mm. what I'm talking about. This is okay. on the side. Oh there. yeah, no. Well, obviously the illustrations have to be perfect, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm not in my mind. I remember uh, being I'm, a kid. I'm pretty sure he's nailed the species of shark here, just by the fin. <laughs> this man strives for accuracy among him and, and his dick nose, oh, among him and his penis he, nose family. Oh, speaking penis of uh, it, <laughs> this guy is in for some trouble because if you look at the right of the inflatable tube, there's air coming out. Yeah, so he's got a limited amount of time to uh, finish that game before the shark uh, realizes it's game over. I want to know where I can get my hands on uh, that sick fucking Nintendo Power bathing suit that he's got. Mm. Like that just screams like Zach Morris. Like everything mm. about that. I just want to be in Saved by the Bell and wear those shorts mm. to school and just be like, "Yeah, guys, this is radical." I think that's I'm pretty that, sure you can just get like a watermelon and write NP on the side of it and be just as <laughs> just as good. Because that's exactly what it looks like to me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like as soon as as soon as the raft starts sinking, then he'll just look at the camera and be like, "Freeze frame!" <laughs> yeah, freeze frame, and then just walk across water because apparently he has the ability to stop time. Mm. Yeah, once he stops time, you know. Oh my God! It all makes sense now. Zach Morris <laughs> is Jesus Christ. <laughs> he did come back. Wow. Yeah, actually, he, it's funny. He just hung. He, but instead of bringing a message of peace and love, he came here to antagonize Mr. Belding. That's actually yeah. a funny point. Have you guys heard that? Uh, I think it's like a. I don't know, just a fan theory about Saved by the Bell about the fact that, like, Zack is Jesus because he can do the time freeze and whatever. He does all these, like, things and, and like, fourth wall breaks mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And it's like, uh... Well, uh, while Brandon is trying <laughs> to formulate... Like, I'm like, he just drifted off. His, <laughs> he's trying to formulate his thought. But I thought okay. the Saved by the Bell was that, like, it, like it's a dream where he control because he mm. controls everything. Maybe. So we got the player's pulse with uh, again more superpowers, 
what the, the Game Boy section says from time travel to space travel. Game Boys are everywhere. Where would you play? Here's what some of you said. And uh, Bobby D's Nuts <laughs> said... <laughs> his name is Bobby Dizful. Dizful. But uh, D's Nuts full. <laughs> oh, he's up... Uh, maybe that's where John is. He's, maybe he's beating Bobby D's Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> maybe... <laughs> <laughs> so he says, I'd play on the sun in a garbage truck in a junkyard in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. I assume these are all different spots. Otherwise, this guy's retarded. <laughs> in the center of the earth or when I'm going off on a 700 mile high dive. Mm. And considering that Felix Baumgartner's dive was only 24 miles high. Yeah. This guy is apparently diving off Alpha Centauri. Yeah, he's, he's literally just, I mean, he's already at the sun. So then he just takes like a leap of faith <laughs> and just uses the express mode it's to get back to Earth. It's here. I better jump to Earth. <laughs> Maybe he's thinking he's gonna when he dies he wants his ashes spread over all these places. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Hulk jumps from the from the from the moon to the earth. Mm. I wonder how many miles away the moon is. Mm. Many. Next <laughs> Travis Rajewski says the most um well he's got a problem, he's in Kentucky. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, Travis. Hardly knew you. The most excellent place to play would be on the rings of Saturn doing an 18,000 degree spin. What an awesome experience. Travis, you're a dickhead. Yeah, these people so far... I don't think he understands how degrees work either. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You're you're a dickhead, Travis. Stop trying to sound smart. Yeah, like a 180 degree is a spin. A 720 would be spinning while rotating. No, like, 180 like would top be like to a, bottom and then left to right at the same time, because that would be 180 by something. That's not mm. quite how that the, works either. You don't add up the degrees, but I mean, like if you're spinning around and then you're going up and down, that's 180, and like a vertical 180. Yeah, but I, like to do uh, and you know, maybe like a 1080, you all you got to do, do is keep rotating on the same axis over mm-hmm. and over again. Like a clock every day does like. Oh uh, shit! We're we're messing we're messing with math. That's Brandon's mistress. <laughs> mm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I just I just thoroughly remember playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater and just being like, yeah, I finally what, did my 1080 fucking hang what, time. What was his 720 then? Didn't he come up with a game like Tony Hawk 720? Yeah, but it's just it's one and a half turns. Mm. Like 360 is a full turn. Like I'm facing you and I turn all the way around. And I'm right. facing you again. 720 is I'm facing you. Start. I turn all the way around till I'm facing mm. you, and then I end facing away from me. And this has uh, been Learning About Degrees. <laughs> Geometry with Chef Brandon. <laughs> all right, and we got Brian Cook says, how about on Mount Rushmore to show the presidents what they're missing? At least one guy here is I fucking like reasonable. Guy. Yeah, this guy is on mm. point. All these other guys are oh. like, I want to commit suicide. <laughs> I want to be in a sphere <laughs> where all the weight of the earth and the right. air will crush me. Yeah. I want to be in the middle of the Pacific Ocean where, again, the weight of the water will crush me and I will be eaten by horrible disgusting alien looking monstrosities that have never seen the light of day because of the because of the last whims of a caring god yeah or I would rather play on the sun incinerated in a garbage truck crushed in a junkyard tetanus yeah. These people are fucking. These guys, these two guys are fucking insane. I love to think that that this guy who's suggesting the Mount Rushmore option is actually thinking that eventually Trump will get onto the Mount Rushmore. Oh no! And then along with you know playing okay. your Game Boy and showing him what he's missing, we can also like lecture him and give him some proper education while he's up there. Mm. And, and take a duke on his hair. And take a duke. Mm. Well, take a duke on his fake toupee. How would you yeah. carve that into? So, the 
Well, this guy, this next guy here, well, uh, he's I'm definitely pretty, calling I'm pretty, it. I'm pretty sure he'd find a way to make Canada pay for that toupee. I'm surprised so, nobody's uh, uh, nobody's uh, edited a picture of like Mount Rushmore with his fucking head over top. He's like, going to put his face on all of them. Yeah, like in full <laughs> color. Out of, out all four of them. He's yeah, in full color. Like that's that terrible like sandy brown color. <laughs> Each head for a year of Trump. <laughs> Lovely. So the next guy, apparently, uh, he says, I choose to play it on a mountain of $100 bills. After I was done playing, I could buy some more games to try out. Finally, some sense. This guy's my fucking mm. hero. This guy, I kind of like him because I'd be like, yeah, I would do that. Like, if somebody like came up to me and said, here's a Game Boy, you can play it anywhere, and we'll make it happen. I'd be like, I'll play on a pile of, mm. uh, like, a mountain of $100 bills. And as soon as they give me the Game Boy, I'm just like, fuck you guys. I'm just going to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> you, got the, you got the $100, boy. You can buy another Game Boy. I'm out. Yeah. You, you got you got all those money and you're in Michigan. Try reviving Detroit. I, I totally play them. Like they'll never do this, you know. And then like they come around, and they're like, "Here's your Game Boy. There's the, the mountain of money." And I'd be like, "Oh, neat." So, Brandon, you want to read one? Yeah. Um, I like. I, I would play in front of the four in front of four TVs. I play Game Boy with one hand and use my other hand to control my NES and Super NES controllers and run the put and run the power pad while watching my favorite TV program. Captain N and Super Mario Bros. Now this guy, he kind of knows what's up. Dan Lee from St. Albans. I run that same, you know, that's how I'd be. Yeah, more like Saint, <laughs> more like St. Adderall. Yeah. That's yeah. The means are doing everything not well, basically. <laughs> I'm doing They're everything not focused on any one thing. Yeah. I want I want to fail spectacularly <laughs> at everything, everything at the same yes. time. Apparently. <laughs> During seventh period English, I'd link up with three other people and play F1. Uh, well, Mrs. Musket gives kids detention. Yeah, gives mm. kids detention. I want. I just want to see like while well, the the teachers like walking up and down and like everybody's supposed to be doing their studies or writing down their homework, mm. and then these four kids in the back have got like a cable between the desk and she just trips and eats shit. Like that would be so good. Just lays out the old lady and she just has no idea why. Yeah, they both they both turn away from their desk. Yeah, and the and that just tightens the cord and yeah. the old lady goes sailing. Yeah, they try to like hide it at the same time and it just like ping. <laughs> I kind of did that in a shitty uh, calculus class in high school. So there wasn't Game Boys. It was the TI-83 yeah. uh, graphing calculators. Oh, yeah. They had like a Tetris clone and you could have like a, a link between them. Yeah, there was a few different <laughs> things for those calculators. I remember there was a snake game that you could get that you had to yep. like put into it. There was the Tetris one. Yep. Those T9s were good shit. Yeah. yeah and that's from Chris Kundmuller, which really <laughs> sounds like a German porn name, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Mm. Kundmuller. Well, I was, thinking job. Cunt, I was thinking cunt mueller, but... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tiffany leave, leave Lampkins. It, leave, it, leave it to Brandon to always find the alternate joke. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Tiffany Lampkins said, I play at the factory where the games are made because when I finished one game, I could play another one. A sensible human. Yeah. Mm. And she's a lady. What are the odds? <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, uh, Colin McCall from Corte Madera, California. I'd play in another galaxy, preferably in the Butterfinger galaxy, but our own Milky Way will do. Well, Colin, you're a dumb shit because the Butterfinger galaxy isn't real. <laughs> yeah. Plus, you don't even you didn't News even flash, moron. You didn't even designate a planet, moron. You'd be floating in the ether. The best part, I know. Like he's typing it in or whatever. It's like destination not found, and it just ejects him into empty space. Four oh four galaxy not found. Yeah. <laughs> also, I like to think that if there is like he does accidentally find a Butterfinger's galaxy, nobody there can play games because they're all Butterfingers. They're all dr- they, yeah. <laughs> like, just, they never advance past the stone. 
Stone Age because yeah. they kept dropping everything. Yeah, exactly. So they're just like entirely clumsy. And he's like the god to them. What is that uh, mystical device with tiny buttons? He just like shows up and immediately drops his Game Boy and shatters. Oh yeah, it's the end of the world. <laughs> there was well, time. Twilight Zone. There was time they enough. Had at last. All the time. <laughs> That would be me. I'd be sitting there at the end of the world with my emulator and all the games, and then the battery would die. There's electricity no in the cable. air. The phone is always charged. <coughs> this is perfect. I yeah. will be a... T- 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 no. <laughs> no. No. Oh, God, no. Oh, no, no. No. <laughs> yeah. Grant Gordon. Because I'm a dickhead. be lots Grant. of light, lots of batteries. Grant Gordon from New Jersey. Says it would be awesome to play at Nintendo headquarters in Washington with all the pros. Uh, I think you said that wrong. I think that's pronounced Nintendo headquarters. Headquarters. <laughs> headquarters. In like Washington. Awesome Washington. With all the pros. It would be real awesome to play at Nintendo be, headquarters. It'd be wicked awesome. Wicked awesome, bro. Hanging out with the pros. <laughs> Just pumping the juice. <laughs> Then after that, we're going to smash that princess. <laughs> yeah. Sadie Singleton from the Bronx says, Once in That's Super Mario Archie World... character. Sadie Singleton. I, yeah, I would play sure. Super Mario Land against Mario while making sure Yoshi didn't eat my Game Boy. No, she she knows the dangers. This girl this girl prepares. Mm. I think I like to think of like Sadie Singleton as like a... Oh fuck! A Riverdale citizen. That's like the 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 like the one that the, never commits. No, but like I, I was out. gonna say, like the exact same looking as like Betty, but is like black hair or whatever instead, and she's like that's the distant cousin. <laughs> okay, well you're right, but mm. okay, a different of the three like hair colors. No, because that's Betty. Brandon, no, you're such a jughead. Blonde. Is Betty blonde? Betty's blonde. Veronica's a brunette. So you oh, have and to Archie's throw in a redhead. redhead. Mm. Oh, so that's what it be. That's uh, okay. Yeah, so, so she's like the evil cousin redhead and she comes into town and like you know whisks Archie away she puts out to all the guys and never asks for a commitment yeah that's it that's why her name is Singleton yeah <laughs> so good <sighs> okay so Penn Wilbert says I would play in the center of the earth where it would be nice and quiet I would be sure to bring lots of batteries so I could spend hours days even years playing away from my two maniac brothers who are always fighting and creating tons of noise I'm pretty sure the sound of the earth's core spinning would be would avenge would be a uh, pretty droning. Well, you get crushed by the <laughs> gravity for one. Yeah. <laughs> also, like we're also kind of overlooking the fact that the actual center of the Earth is liquid metal. Right. So. <laughs> so you be you be dead. You're just a whole lot of dead. Like yeah. either way, you want to take it. You're and, just and, and, and notice how these are guys. Yeah. <laughs> these guys are real fucking idiots. I like Craig's idea here. Craig Haybor. Haybor. Haybor in a penniless. Pine Lass, Pineless Park, Florida. Penelis. 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 Penisless Park. Penisless <laughs> Park in Florida. He says he another dimension. I would play my Game Boy inside of a Game Boy. This guy went Inception oh, like 40 God. years before Inception was ever that's, accepted. That's, that's fucking suicide, man. Unless you're Captain. We have to go deeper. We have to go deeper. Put in another cartridge. <laughs> Every time it's like four guys like sitting around with their their link cables all linked up is the device that they we, use we, to go in. We have, we have to spin the top. Make sure it does a eighteen thousand degree spin. <laughs> That'll give us enough time. <laughs> if it does anything less, then this must be somebody else's game. Hmm. Uh, Damon oh. Rawls. Uh, I wonder if his sister Cinnamon is single. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
<laughs> when the fuck did you turn into W.C. Fields? <laughs> my little chickadee. I see you got yourself some jokes. <laughs> he says he would help Samus on uh, on in Metroid on SR. SR388. Is that the name of the planet, though? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I'm it's also the name of a punk rock band from the 90s. Okay. See, I was wondering it's, if I recognized it's SR71. it. SR71. I'm just kidding. Okay, no? All right. So, <laughs> defeat the Magic Queen, we'd, we'd chow down on space burgers and shakes. Well, I don't know. You've seen that tight metal suit that Sal- the yeah, Samus has to Yeah, I feel like she's going to be like, nah, mm. I'm more into like the salads and stuff. Probably salads, some Definitely vegan. I'll have, a, I'll have a nice spinach salad. Actually, I'm on the no food diet. I just go into my ship and sit in my energy pod. <laughs> you know that I have to be able to roll up into a ball at will, right? So I have to watch what I put inside me. Yeah, so yeah. I, can't, I can't have food anymore because, you know, you do not want to be in that ball when you got to poop. <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> you ever you ever eat something and then crunch up into a tiny ball, <laughs> and then you literally have your face right up to your butt. Mm. You do not yeah. want to fart. <laughs> so if she squeezes up to a ball after like eating a burrito, does this like squeeze out? Yeah, like just a like tube of toothpaste. toothpaste. <laughs> yeah, just like it. That's <laughs> probably why. Probably yeah, have to, you know, she's on like a empty empty guy. the uh, <laughs> empty the old colon there before she rolls into a ball. Yeah, it wasn't bad oh, news. <laughs> that would, that's why there hasn't been a Metroid movie. Yeah. She has to like run off to a cave and just like drop trow and make sure that everything's <laughs> empty before she <laughs> before she inverts yeah. herself. Stephen Horn. <laughs> yeah, Metroid, the prequel. Horn. It's just like Samus like taking a newspaper into the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Doing okay. like doing like yoga, she got her Lululemons on, and she's like, "Okay, a little bit closer this time, a little bit closer, one day at a time." Yeah, just doing <laughs> her stretches every day. There you go. All right, Steve Horn says, "I'd play in a hotel in Las Vegas because there's nothing else to do when you're eight years old." This guy, this guy's a level-headed kid. I, mm. Yeah, but why are you in Las Vegas when you're eight? Because your parents dragged you there. Well, I mean, so like what I did when I was in Las Vegas. Because I mean, it's a whole <laughs> state, but he's in no. Novi? He's in Novi, Michigan, but I guess like his parents took him to Las Vegas so they could, you know, right. gamble and debauch. <laughs> yeah, so that they could, yeah. uh, so, you know, because that's when they, that's why they mortgaged the house before they went there. <laughs> they were going to like just pay off the damn thing or, you know, just be homeless in Vegas. Yeah. And, and, and his poor ass got stuck along in the hotel room. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. So Lawrence Miller from Wichita, Kansas said, I'd build a time machine, go back to 20,000 BC and show all the prehistoric people how to have fun Nintendo style. Shut up, Lawrence. You're going to die a black long. You're an idiot. Yeah, they're going to fucking kill you because you're a wizard. You're a wizard, and as mm. soon as you show up, you're going to get a spear through the fucking forehead, and they're going to wear your skull like a goddamn necklace. They will they will yeah. cut your, your head open to see what is going on inside there. <laughs> you, and then your Game Boy. You will be mm. an artifact found in the fucking... Uh, oh, that would be dope, you, though. You, you will be... Yeah, imagine that. You die vicious and horribly, but then they'll be like... <laughs> What the fuck was this Game Boy doing in the Paleolithic era? Right. Yeah, we, we fucking carbon dated it, and it was built in the 80s, but somehow it got found <laughs> in these rocks. Yeah, we can we can see this little circuit board with Mega Man carved into it, and yet it's clearly <laughs> next to this guy who got a fucking tomahawk in his skull. <laughs> How the fuck did they do that? Right. Yep. Okay, so Billy, Billy Tomba. Tomba. Go ahead, Random. Uh, true story, I played my Game Boy in a pool, in a bathtub, 
I put the zip I put it in a Ziploc bag and made sure the zipper was closed. It worked perfectly, but I couldn't hear the awesome music. Uh, duh! You just cut. You just punch a hole in this with a cord. There you go. Problem <laughs> that solved. That defeats, uh, defeats <laughs> the purpose. <laughs> Mike? And they said, pretty cool idea, Billy. However, we don't recommend it. Well, yeah, thanks. No. Okay, Nintendo. okay, okay. I see where you're going with this, so I got the better idea. You put a bag over your head for the headphones, <laughs> <laughs> and then you're good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I wasn't expecting uh, that. I'll be honest, I had a solution that I wasn't even going to waste everybody's time with, but now that we've gotten into <laughs> it, if you take a baggie and poke a hole in it, and then put your headphones through it and designate those as your headphones for in the bathtub because you're an idiot. And then you put glue over the hole. Once your headphones are in it, it'll be sealed. And then you can plug it all in and then ziplock it from the inside. And hope that your headphones are waterproof. Yeah. Well, they're not going to go into the tub. Just like, like the cable. Would. No, but if they're on your head, you slip yeah. in the tub, you go into the water. You get your the head speakers will be ruined if they get wet, right? Yeah, but obviously. That's why you wear the bag over your head. <laughs> Okay. So, what do we got next? Well, we got the power player gets his wish. Way back in your first issue on page 100, you printed a letter from 15-year-old Trey Sullivan of Raymore, Missouri. Is it? Montana. Mosur. Montana, Michigan. Mosur. Alabama. (laughs) We're going to get these states right at some point. Alabama. So we don't even have to try anymore. Named like, Trump's going to change them all to sweet names next, like Exco and Pioneer. My and context wife. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be different, uh, di- different uh, Oil words names. for pussy. This awesome. <laughs> I, I I used to live in Arizona. Now I live in huge, huge. huge. Okay, so you I stayed. live in I live in the state of Bigley now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we don't we don't hang out with those people from Loser. Yeah, yeah. it is the state of Missouri. Loser, or more like it. Yeah. So he stated that That was good. Yeah. He stated he didn't think there was a better player than him at Super Mario Brothers. He hoped someday to find a better player because he always liked a good challenge. Well, now he found what he was looking for. He's now 19 and living here in Pacific Grove, California. He's in the Air Force and studying, studying Arabic in my class. We both live in the same apartment complex and play the NES, Super NES, and Game Boy together. This kid found his fucking soulmate. Yeah, this this, uh, this only game, the only game he gives me a real run for my money in, and we played 65 different games as John Madden football for the Super NES. I really tripped out when I was going through my back issues and I saw his name and I thought, no way. But I asked him and sure enough it was him. Now he doesn't wish he found a better player. The moral of the story, be careful what you wish for, <laughs> you just might get it. That's nice. pretty friggin' awesome. I'm confused, though. So this is a letter, like... So a guy and wrote a letter. In the first, in the issue, first issue. He wrote a letter saying, like, he didn't think there was a better player than him, and he wanted to find a challenge. Okay. And then this guy met him, he's just like, are you the same snot-nosed bastard that was asking for a challenge? And then they, 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 they like, met each other, had been playing together, and then he recollected yeah. that that article existed. Yeah. So he, he was already buddies with him, he's just like, hey, wait you're a that sec. Prick. You're that prick from that magazine. That's pretty funny. I thought this hey, was going to be like hey, the I first know you. gay romance in like, you know, <laughs> video game history where it was like, you know, two dudes couldn't beat the same level or whatever and it, all they had to do was come together and focus and literally. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's scat the game. <laughs> He's like we link up but without the cable if you know what I mean. Yeah, they're docking but old school. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's what they call them bad dudes. <laughs> uh. 
Yeah. All right, so we've got a we've got a call for help from Nintendo. They say Mega Man needs your help. Fuck him. If you were wondering who conjures up designs video game characters, for example, Mega response. Man Four, what demented person thought up Dustman? Sorry to bust your bubble, but it wasn't Doctor Wily. And they said recently in Japan a contest was held in which game players could submit their ideas for characters, weapons, and bosses for the upcoming Mega Man Five. <laughs> Let me guess, Cap- Dustman was done by a cokehead. <laughs> Capcom would like to have the same type of input from game players here in the U.S. and Canada. Here's the deal. Send us your best ideas for Mega Man characters and we'll pass them along to Capcom. And they'll print their best ideas in their pages and uh, say place the names, abilities, and drawings of your characters. Artistic talent. Artistic talent is another requirement. Just think. You could be the person responsible for creating the ultimate challenge for Mega Man. So, so I actually uh, did this. Really? <laughs> Back in the, yeah. I sent... Huh? Uh, my idea was uh, Acid Man. Nice. That he could like melt, melt, not like acid is in like, oh, you know, drugs. Jeez, man. Why did it take the fun <laughs> just, out of everything? He just sits there like, with his arm out for the whole battle, <laughs> just like trying to count his fingers. <laughs> no, he just touched, like, as soon as you attack him, you are now tripping on balls, and then he just sits in the corner. Oh, yeah, and you, you, get, all like, the you get like things. faded amoebas, like, just yeah. like fading in and out, like, like, uh, like sunspots. Yeah, and then if you manage to kill him by accident, by just being a junkie and running around the room <laughs> flailing, then you get the power to make other people stoned off their tree. <laughs> you got, you got, you, you yeah. got trip ray. Yeah, you got trip ray. No, but, uh, it's more so supposed is... to be like hydrochloric acid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a terrible yeah, drawing I set yeah. in. It looked like a big trash can. You have to use oh, yeah. the, you have to use the trip ray against its uh, weak against the uh, the the robot weak against it. Straight edge man. Straight edge guy. <laughs> the guy who's never had Lovely. a high to face, so he can't handle it. Yeah. Um, so hold on. Did they did the if they if you win you make it into mm-hmm. the magazine. But they don't put you into a game, right? No, like, they said that they did. That they, Capcom uh, yeah. is asking them for submissions. We'll pass them along to Capcom. Yeah, but it doesn't guarantee. Yeah, anything. so they passed on the every all the submissions to Capcom, and they'll Nintendo Power print their favorites in the magazine. Maybe so in addition to on one person yeah. getting their boss create added to Mega Man Five or Mega Man Four, Mega Man Five, Mega Man Five, the, their top ones will be printed in the magazine. Bet you like so. some, I bet you some disgruntled worker send in their guy, Boss Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, that's so pretty next cool. up. If that's how it goes, then hey. Yeah. Back to Felix the Cat for the oh Nintendo boy. Entertainment System. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with Felix the Cat, uh, he has a magical bag of tricks. So uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember the cartoon. So does it transform like it does in this game here? Yeah, mm, does it? I think it's just like I infinite, think he like it? A, or is it like Mary Poppins? Yeah, it's kind of like that. You can grab stuff out of it, or you can like stretch it and make it like a basket, and then like pull a balloon out of it, and then like it'll blow up, and then okay. I think he wears it sometimes too. Like, well, if you look at the uh, the items on the screen, like his right. hat transforms into these things. Yeah, like one of those an airplane. Mm-hmm. Like one so you get like a yeah, you get power ups in them, and every time you get a power up. It uh, successfully goes to the next like upgrade, basically, depending on the level that you're playing in. Yeah. So in the first few levels, you go from having a boxing glove type of thing by default, where you like you press a button and like the boxing glove on like a big, uh, I forget what it's called, spring kind of thing pops yeah. out. Boxing glove. That turns into a magic hat kind of thing, where it's just like he stands still, like he's wearing a top hat, and a bunch of stars shoot out around him. 
Yeah. Um, and then you get like a, what they call it a rocket car. So it basically looks like a plane that doesn't fly. Yeah, it's um, super useless. <laughs> but like shoots out like notes, like musical notes. I'm looking where it's like, um, and then you have like a Like he's actually shooting the word bomb at you. I think it, it looks like musical notes. It's weird looking. Um, it does, doesn't look like that. I see a B and an O. Yeah, no. When I when I was playing it as a I kid, I think it was honking. Like it makes like a honking noise, and it's like or whatever. You know, like the yeah the bugle noise that the old car horns used to make. <laughs> uh huh. And then you get a tank after that, just straight up a tank. Yeah. So I actually jumps. played this game uh, quite a little bit actually for the first few levels. Uh, it's not a bad game. It's a fun platformer, uh, good for kids, that kind of thing. But uh, I will say, like, you... Um, okay, I got to read the title here. It says, Power Up Your Pussycat. <laughs> <laughs> does it say that? Oh, yeah, it sure does. Yeah. Right there. Uh, <laughs> nice. Great. So the t- if you get to the tank, like, it's not that great because you have all these, like, enemies that are uh, not tall. Yeah, And so right when you fire you. these, like, shells... It's it going over their heads. So you yeah. like keep backing up, you know. So yeah, I remember having a problem with that one. The rocket car is probably the best call in the beginning stages, at least. Some of these you don't actually uh, like. Some of these are things that you can only use on that level, like the uh, right the sea turtle and the life raft, like the diving mask sea turtle submarine. You know that's all fine. And then it goes life raft dolphin umbrella. Mm-hmm. Like those are like separate levels, I guess. I don't want to know what he's doing to that dolphin. Yeah, he's just <laughs> sitting on the back. You know where his dick is. It's pretty straightforward. <laughs> Look, we all know what the blowhole's for. Yep. And it's not for breathing. <laughs> well, it's called the blowhole, not the breathe hole. Yeah. All right, we get it. There yeah, you go. so you actually like this game, go. the little bit that you played it. <laughs> I think John would love yeah, this game. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I played it a little bit, too. Like, I remember playing it as a kid, so I played it a little bit, uh, I don't know, randomly a few weeks ago. And honestly, I would just... So, so not impressed. I was like, this is just a reskin of some other terrible game that I didn't want to play. Like make kids or Flintstones <laughs> or something. Yeah, it was just I mean, super terrible. I didn't even like it's I, not I didn't get the nostalgia from it. I'm looking at the submarine and the spaceship and I'm just like, this is Super Mario Land. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a platformer. It's nothing like crazy uh, great about it or anything like that. It's just like a fun game, clearly made for like kids. So it's not one that I would say, hey, the Super Nintendo's been out for, for uh, how long? Almost a year now? Yeah. Um, you know, you should go out and buy Felix the Cat or anything like that. It's yeah, clearly well, like, I- a, you know, cash in on the brand, trying to, trying to cash on that. But it's not a bad game. It's just, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a platformer. 1992, so like four years after, we got to ride that wave from that, from that bomb movie. Yeah, <laughs> right. So we got yeah. some coverage of the levels and what you can expect, I guess. Here, yeah, levels two and three. Uh, you get to fight in a. You get to use your tank to fight a guy in a pogo stick, because crazy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you float around in your balloon, tossing frisbees and flying your plane and. And we fight like some guy called like Master Cylinder. Yeah, he looks like a weird. Uh, <laughs> I think trash he was compactor. in the movie. Hmm. From the name, Master that sounds Cylinder. like he was in the movie. That sounds familiar. Is Felix the Cat like a complete ripoff of Tron? <laughs> <laughs> like Master Control. <laughs> hmm. I love at the end of the coverage here. It just got Felix what saying, "What a game!" Oh yeah, <laughs> like, great. He's he's totally in. 
And then oh, apparently yeah, and he's, he's fighting. He's fighting Doctor Wiley. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's Doctor Wiley on the Professor's moon base. Yeah, except this guy's this guy's got a yeah he's got an even bigger mustache than Wiley, so he's like Doctor Wiley's right. eviler twin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doctor Wiley was like the okay. failed of the two brothers, and he just like you know basically retired to making robots that keep accidentally killing each other. Meanwhile, this guy went on to go fight a cat that's really struggling yep. to keep his shit together all in one bag. Like, he's got to go collecting his shit every fucking time. Just all right. That's all I had on Felix the Cat. Did you guys have anything else on it? Nope. No. But, uh, all right, let's move on to Prince of Persia yes. for the NES. Fucking so And I got to say, okay, right off the bat, I'm not impressed because the artwork here keeps degrading and becoming less... Uh, Tantalizing. First, we had the artwork for the Game Boy. The snapshots. The artwork and the where it says Prince of Persia, the big splash screen. So, uh, I don't think you were there for that, Brandon. But initially, we had this full blown artwork, and it was totally racy for Nintendo Power Magazine. You got to see like this. This basically, this guy has uh, he's grabbing this this chick and and. um, you know, take it off with her, and you can totally see like side boob hanging out and leg Whoa. and all this kind of stuff. And you're here in the background is wearing nothing but his like tidy whities, huh. you know. And uh, then like the next the next uh, port came out, and uh, you know she was she was fully clothed and the hero was fully clothed. And, like, okay, and now we don't even get to see the woman. It's no, just like no, the just... the evil dude. With his uh, Salvador Dali goatee going on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, shoving no, a dagger at you. Nothing in the margin, nothing. Right. They, they just, just no artwork. Just like a pillar. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I mean, it's the same storyline. There's a princess that's been held captive in the Sultan's dungeons, but you're the brave youth going to save, <laughs> save her. Yeah, this honestly looks just like the Game Boy game. But just with more colors, like the graphics looks like crap. No, not no, not more colors with one with more color, mm-hmm. just one. More mm. yellow, and it's blinding yellow. One per stage apparently, because there's a blue level and a yellow level. All these maps <laughs> seem to be just yellow. I mean, oh, literally, so they, they just port the freaking uh, Game Boy game. Because that's what it looks like to me. I'm just not. I see level four. I didn't know this was on gold. the Game Boy. I only knew that it was in the arcades back in the day. I, I was really confused uh, initially mm-hmm. there because it starts at coverage on level four, and I was like, "What the fuck's wrong with the other three levels?" But it's because the other levels were done in the other books or the other magazines. It's a, in oh, the it's Game a, Boy version. The Game Boy version looks even better now that the game is in color, but the actual game stages have not changed. So because they covered the first three, yeah, yeah. it says the first three levels were covered in volume thirty-two. <laughs> yeah. So. This is the first. It, this is like the okay. first case of them actually like taking covering, covering up where they left off. Yeah, I was gonna say like taking up where. Yeah. This, like, so I called it then. They did. This is the Game Boy game that they converted. Absolutely. Which is why it looks like crap. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, I love on a uh, go back one. I love on page. <laughs> how do we know what page? On uh, level five. Yeah. We level get to five. see the yep. exit panel, and it looks like he's doing a bit of a moonwalk or a shuffle. Oh, that, I, on like, the exit I panel took that as him going forward, but like with the slowest, like hands in his pocket, back, <laughs> way, like <laughs> way back. Yeah, just like, doing that, like, the, like that Robert Crumb, like keep on trucking. Keep on yeah, trucking. Like, <laughs> he looks like Shaggy from Scooby Doo, just like so lazy. And then like the mm. weird bend that he does in the double jump section, he, he's like, some like yoga those, master. Yeah, he's jumping through these two snapping gates. And he's just like, like, legs spread, 
doing like a full yoga position, like a it's, uh, like what do you call it when the when the ballerina jumps in the air? Like not a pirouette. That's when she spins. Like mm-hmm. a lunge. Yeah, like a lunge. That's exactly yeah. like obviously. I mean, now it's I, a lunge and a split mm. at the same time. I feel so like he, a looks, dick he looks like a, a serious lack of cod piece. Yeah, <laughs> his tights are way too tight. Yep. They have swordsmen, and like yeah. I can't even make out what the other dude looks like. Like the art is so bad in the yeah. game. It's like this pink snake type thing with a feather coming out. Let's take it. Let's all take a look at the last uh, panel here, where he finally gets a, gets with the princess, who looks like uh, she's serving uh, tables at uh, Manuel's down the street. <sighs> That's all I had for uh, <laughs> Prince of Persia. How about you guys? Uh, I, don't I don't know. I, I I played the shit out of it for every version except for this one. Uh, you know, growing up, played sounds all like of the need, other ones. Sounds like we need to put this to the taste test. Oh yeah, I'm into that. So this one needs to oh. get played for sure. Funny thing about the emulator on my uh, DS, one of the shoulder pads like rewinds time for up to like ten seconds. Yeah, this lucky. So if a, if a boss hits you, you're just like, uh-huh. Man, fuck these spikes. Just like rewind, dodge the spikes, and he's like, How did you dodge? And I'm like. Uh-huh. So every game oh, for so me is the sands of time. Every game is Prince of Persia for me. Yeah, any any game <laughs> nice. that he plays is whatever he's playing plus Prince of Persia. And if there's like this thing fantastic. where you have, and if there's this NES game where you have to wait for like two minutes for something to happen, you just hit the other shoulder button and time speeds up. And it just fast forwards. It's like fucking nice. sweet. It's like before the rewind. The, time uh, broken. the rewind platformer thing I think was was perfected and by uh, Braid. And no other game should attempt it after that game. I haven't played it. That. Really? You never played the game? No. It was out for uh, the 360. Xbox Live. Yeah. Yeah, it was an Xbox Live arcade game. Basically, I mean, it was. it's a really good, like, platformer puzzler game. Yeah. Like, I would consider it to be, like, an evolution of, like, Mario. Had they gone, like, a more mature route with, like, a platformer instead of going with, like, the 3D route. Huh. Well, that sounds dope. And uh, for a neat-looking game, we've got uh, Little Samson. Samson. Rittle Samson. (laughs) He's got four fearless fighters. Samson, he's a skilled climber that can climb rock walls and cling to cave ceilings. He's a good jumper and can knock out enemies by tossing his white bell. And then Kakira the dragon possesses the blue bell. With it, he can she can breathe fire and fly for short distances. Her long claws allow her good traction in the icy sections of the land. And then you got K.O. Mouse, who can knock out creatures with his green bell bombs, who can also crawl through narrow passages which are too small for others, and climb along the walls and ceilings. And then you have the sturdy rock warrior Graham. Or I guess he's a golem, but he's Gam. a warrior. Yeah, Gam, and he's a slow but powerful golem. He defeats his enemies by swinging a massive red bell. And Gam can also walk on sharp, sticky or spiky surfaces unharmed. So that's pretty dope. So uh, has anybody played this game? Nah. No. <laughs> it looks playable. It looks interesting. I can totally get into this. Yeah, it's got a nice overhead map with the volcano, uh, Mystic Cave Palace, Capital City, Falls Swamp. Forgy Mountain, where you can play the breakdown on the banjo. <laughs> and then Takid's Castle, whoever the hell Takid is. And uh, you fight monsters like... Takid, you know uh, the guy that, you know, rings you through a 7-Eleven? Yeah, well, the, well I, I wonder what his bell is like. 
Oh. Taqeed Bell? Taqeed Bell. Taqeed. So I, I, I did a little bit of research on bells in particular in terms of uh, Japanese culture. Okay. Since they're featured so prominently in this game. Um, so the, basically, they, archaeologists have found bells in Japan uh, made of clay, which date back to the prehistoric era, 10,000 BC to 300 BC. Um, and their guess, is, they don't know why they made them, but their guess is that they are meant to scare away evil. Uh, in sh the Shinto religion, bells have been used at shrines and in ritual dances to get the attention of gods and bring them down among the people to offer protection. So there's a deeply rooted belief in Japanese culture that the sound of bells ward off evil and bring protection. Bring protection. So, there you go. Yeah, and uh, we see some of the bosses here, and uh, they look kind of okay. The uh, the dragon strikes for uh, stage three of the swamp. He looks kind of cool, except you got a you got a yellow hero, a yellow <laughs> background <laughs> fighting a mm. yellow boss. And the only thing that you can actually see are the projectiles. Racist. <laughs> but it's made by a Japanese company, so it's mm. tasteful. Only they self-aware, <laughs> self-degrading. <laughs> oh, those gaijin—they'll get it. <laughs> Silly round guy—they think they can make fun of us, but no one makes fun of us better yeah. than us. You have to own the color yellow, so it doesn't sting anymore. <laughs> we, we, we take Resin from Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. They got the dragon so, again in, uh, what, the volcano, stage six? Yeah. Okay, you look like. at stage six, and it's a fucking Mega Man ripoff. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> you remember fighting Mega Man 2, that dragon at yep. the end of Dr. Wily's castle? Nah, the absolutely. dragon, the three platforms. I believe you. That's a fucking rip right I, there. I'm just excited because yep. it says, uh, oh, now you moved it on me. It says, two very strong enemies appear in the center of the volcano. First, you'll encounter a red magician who releases his zigzagging spears. <laughs> and I'm like, I want zigzagging spears. That's the only mm. thing I want for now on. That's his, forever. Christ that's his Christmas present. I want zigzag some zigzag spears. Yeah, I want some zigzag spears. If you can make that a thing, I am in. <laughs> but all you have to do is jump over the spheres and the fire on the and fire on the magician, which obviously if you've got your zigzags, you've got your fire. And then just use brute force. You know, that's also an option. You can just convince this guy to throw down mm. with you. And then you gotta fight a giant dragon, so I hope you had your, your fun with the first guy, cause Yeah. And then uh, the next level has you fighting a knight that is apparently like a teal blue and he's fighting <laughs> against a, a teal green aquamarine a turquoise uh, background. background. <laughs> you can barely see the damn thing. Amazing. Oh my god. But at least the dragon's terrible. a different color. Hey, Nintendo yeah. developers, you do realize there's more than like three colors at your disposal. <laughs> I can't believe this. Like, is it the case of that there's like one department working on backgrounds and then there's another department working on enemy sprites or something, and then never the two shall meet to like confer? Like, how does this happen? <laughs> it's like it's like people. It's like when you got a team of scientists working on a virus. Rather than having one know everything, you're just like, yeah. okay, yeah. we're going to get this guy work on the genomes, the other guy's going to work on the phenomes, yeah, exactly. the other guy's going to work on the I think it's a, I think it's honestly a result of, like, okay, there's a limitation of how many colors we can display on the screen, and after that, it's just a matter of, like, planning it carefully, and clearly there's no there's no planning going on, because they're just, like, chucking it all in. No, oh, shit. Yeah. We it, built it out. We made our time frame. The coincidence uh -oh. is too strong. You've got yeah. Foggy Mountain, Orange 
is now the color instead of yellow or teal. Yeah. <laughs> because you got like the teal dragon fighting the teal boss on the teal background. And then you've got mm. the brown hero fighting the brown boss. <laughs> on a brown platform. Right. Ah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I was thinking, um, like, even I like. I think it's just Mike, easier to do. Uh, I think even, it's got to uh, be money or time. Even like what John was saying, if you uh, look at the, the teal one, like, the tiniest mm. amount of communication, they could have just said, okay, look, why don't we make it so that it's like a two tone wall? Like, the bottom half is right. yellow. And the top half is blue because yeah. then you'd at least be able to see his fucking legs as he's walking around. Make it purple. <laughs> yeah, make it any other color. Like, god damn it. Purple, red. Make them all white. You it's know, like they something. have like a big wheel on the wall Periwinkle. and they spin it to decide what color things are going to be, but there's yeah. only like two colors. Like, it's going to be orange. It doesn't or make blue, any sense. Just spin it and they're like, yeah. okay. Doesn't make any sense. You look at the bottom right here, even the same game, you got like a guy that's basically all yellow yeah. orange, Go but at least he's got against a blue background. <laughs> yeah. You can yeah. see him, you know. <laughs> with a gray platform and orange I, bricks with the gray yeah. bricks underneath. They probably did it like backwards when they were making the game where they're like, <laughs> the guy who's like in charge of making sure the game comes out is like, okay guys, I did the last level for you. Do the rest of them, but do them shittier <laughs> right. and easier. Build it back from there. Yeah, and just like each each level mm-hmm. that you guys do, just make it a little bit easier and just, just make it a little bit shittier. That's all it is, right? Like this is already a great level. All you have to do is work backwards. And then when right. they heard make it shittier, they thought... Well, we'll just keep mixing up the palettes, and you know we'll not do anything different. Really, we'll just keep that. Uh. There you go. Because <laughs> the last one's clearly, you know, they got the boss, they got the background. And right. Like, yeah, okay. this is where they busted out the. This is where one of them probably figured out. Oh, I, I learned this new thing. It's called diversity of color. That was literally <laughs> the guy. He was like at his computer doing something, and the boss walked by at the last second. He was like, "Oh God, better make this look good." <laughs> and, and 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 he screwed up, hit the wrong keys, and he's just like. Wait a second! You can have more than three colors of the same at the, on the same on the same on the screen at the same time. Oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck? He gets an instant promotion. Oh my god! The guys are gonna kill me if I tell them this. <laughs> the Rich. number, the amount of work that we just had, like increased. Don't tell the boss this. Yeah. So let me have classified information. Did you guys yep. ever play Tiny Toon Adventures? I uh, nope. want to. I played it on sure the musical. I think the I tried SNES, I believe. I tried, but. Uh, Oh my god, you can come across these really uh, these little stormtrooper ducks. Yeah. And you can they're called Duck Vader. Duck Vader, yeah. <laughs> Cute. Yeah, that's, yeah, pretty, cool. that's oh. pretty that's pretty awesome. And I like that the Rocketeer for the Super Nintendo is here with a round select. So this is the only way to move past the first level because it's unbeatable. And the best part is <laughs> the best part is holding up the stage select screen as a uh, cameo by Stan Lee. Yeah, I was gonna say that looks like Stan Lee, motherfucker. <laughs> So you want to fly with a rocket on your back. Well, you're never going to get past the first level because it's crap. But take it from your old pal Uncle Stan. I'll hook you up nice and good. (laughs) I was thinking, like, so you want to jet yourself off into the sky like a fucking superhero. Well, here you go. Round select. Pick your murder. (laughs) You can kill yourself in a Zeppelin. You can kill yourself in a fucking, I don't know, Andromeda. Armada. Armada. Hey there, true believers. When I was back ripping off Jack Kirby, I <laughs> I like to play the Rocketeer. <laughs> I like to I also ripped off the Rocketeer by putting a glowing sphere on his chest. Totally different character. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> suspected a thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Man, you guys do a way better Stanley than I ever will. <laughs> Both of you guys. God damn. You just got to channel okay. the, the most braggadocio yeah. you can. Yeah. You got a get, slight Jewish accent. Yeah, a little just, Jewy, a little braggy. A little nasal, and you got it. Uh, well, just, my first time oh, trying to do a Stanley Stan. accent, so thank you. Just believe that you're the greatest thing yeah. in the universe, mm. that you made this world what it is. <laughs> and you got the Stanley impression. If anything ever it. good comes out of this, it's going to be comic books. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he actually doesn't get paid for any of his like cameos or like the executive producer credits on the movies. And I think that's why they let him like do all that stuff is because he's free, basically. <laughs> he's rich. Huh. Yeah, I don't think he's that rich. Um well, he's but rich enough. Always. Rich enough, yes. I mean, like, if, if you've seen, like, pictures of his house, like, he probably doesn't, he doesn't, he made doesn't enough money. He doesn't spend any of his money. He doesn't yeah. spend it like a fucking baller, so he's just got, right. like, an, an, up, an uptown a tenement apartment, and he's just like, oh, yes, I just get to, I, I don't have to spend enough money to show mm-hmm. him a big shot. Uncle Stan knows he's a big shot. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so let's get into the Zelda comics comic book here. Yeah, there's nothing else here except for like Panic Restaurant, which again got to play that game, Turtle yep. Three of the Manhattan Project. Oh my God, they're giving tips for the, the fucking Punisher casino game. kid. Nope, moving on. That? Ooh, and you get bonus. Oh shit, we got something. Bonus got, bazookas. We have a Punisher. way to actually survive the Punisher game. Mm. I remember enjoying the hell out of this game, but now you got. Uh, Is that a zapper game? Oh no! It should be a zapper game, but it isn't. You can you move oh, okay. around the cursor with the A and B button, and you fight enemies like Jigsaw, Kingpin. Very good. Uh, but Jigsaw, you need oh, a controller too. You need a controller too. Control pad. I don't have a second controller on my Game Boy. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> so Legend Zelda: Link to the Past. Link is awesome. uh, suffering a two thousand flushes moment. <laughs> Where he's uh, stuck in the water tower, and immediately he learned what every Zelda player learns: fucking water levels. Yeah. So the uh, the two monsters that tried to attack him were say like grabbing onto each other, like help, I can't swim. And he's like, let me go, your armor's too heavy. Go. <laughs> and Link's like, the Master Sword's dragging me down. I'm drowning here, Ephemeralda. You're close, Link. Can stay we- afloat a little longer. Can I just we need to pause for a second? What? Can you guys agree with me that the water temple in Ocarina Time is like the most difficult level in like Zelda history? Oh yeah. Nope. I cannot agree with that. Well, you had a more frustrating water level? No, nope, never played the whole damn thing. Oh. I fucking oh. hate Zelda. But well. <laughs> that being said, I'm gonna get tons of hate for it on the viewers, so fuck them. I don't care. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Maybe Mike will twist my arm and I'll play some Zelda. The hate test is what we're going to start calling mm. it now. The hate test, yeah. yeah. All so. right, I expect some beatings to occur on your side post this <laughs> recording, Mike. <laughs> but uh, Preferably well, with the sharp end of your, uh, of your DS. <laughs> no, the sharp end of his Master Sword. Yeah. There you go. Well, shit, now that's getting a little... I'm, I'm pretty sure some of the fans have perhaps some fan fiction shit going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, some, some Mike slash Brandon. Show them the fiction. tip of your spear. Wait, they come <laughs> on. So <laughs> we get to see. Uh, this is one of the best, better water levels in a Zelda game, I got to say, because it's not that frustrating. Right. So it says, like, the water level's almost up to the opening, so Link just floats to the opening. But the water keeps rising, and instead of crawling through the bricks, he ends up sliding through the bricks. 
and he finds a uh, sewer waterfall, which I gotta ask, what kind of sewer is made for clear water? Mm. I mean, this is the sewer, so come on, let's be honest. What link is what, what, what's Link really gonna be surrounded by? Yeah, are you sure know, this is a sewer? Like it could be aqueducts or something. Like I was. It's aqueducts. Too, I don't think it's a sewer system. <laughs> All right, so. But that's uh, an awful lot of underground like uh, infrastructure to just put <coughs> in and then not be used until some dickhead falls into it. Yeah, right. there's a there's just there's a lot of survivable space for something that's supposed to be just made for water transfer. Yeah. So. Uh, the water's getting deeper, and Link's like, no problem, I should be able to make it to the crystal, but then a shitload of tentacles come out. Link starts slicing mad and uh, lands on a massive jelly. <laughs> Sliding right through it. And uh, hits like a bladder or something and ends up popping out of it. And he decides to land with his sword, uh, but then his head, <laughs> yeah. onto the crystal, which shatters it, and strangely enough, not his skull. And although that would be a great way to end, like... Hey, guess what? The hero fucked up, and you know he only rescued three maidens, and there we go. He's just a bloody, pulpy <laughs> mess on the. Yeah, he's, just, <laughs> he's got like a Walking Dead moment. And right this there. is how it ends. Also, it's uh, like hugely confusing to me that uh, the sword pierced the crystal. Whatever his head cracked the crystal. Fine, whatever. Why isn't she dead? <laughs> like, okay, even if she's being stored in the crystal, and she and herself is fine, the force of the crystal breaking. Would surely ruin anything that's inside of it, mm. <laughs> or at magic. least a drop. Yeah, Monster or yeah, magic. The fall after, yeah, yeah, video game magic. And mm. then she says, "Like you're searching for Zelda, she's being held at the rock that looks like a turtle, but the rock is located at the end of this world, because apparently this world is a single flat speed, single flat <laughs> spot instead of an it's actual. Just a, it's just a flat plane. That's yeah. how this place exists. Yeah, there is no space. There is no nothing. It's just a flat." Grid, they live in a Minecraft level. Don't go. So uh, he goes. Why do they always do that? Well, she wasn't your Zelda, but do you know where Turtle Rock is? Well, I couldn't tell you if only I had a map. And he goes. I heard that there's a map deep inside the ice tower. Who the hell's talking about like? Hey, you know what? I found a map that would make this world a whole lot easier to navigate. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> like, I, I left it in the ice world within earshot of Link, so that he can just overhear it. <laughs> yeah, and then. Uh, Zelda talks to him and says, I'm nearby, hurry. I'm, and then he, he realizes that Zelda's calling from beyond the wasteland, which lies on the other side of this aqueduct, which was seen, which I thought was in a grassy field. Yeah. So, uh, then... Well, I mean, like, it could be pretty long. Yeah. Then he says, we're trying to find, we should try to find the map first. He goes, if this wasteland is as dangerous as you say, I've got to get Zelda out of here right away. I think history has shown that this woman is safe in her friggin' crystal until you show up. <laughs> So then the Navi, Ephemerelda, uh, throws a bitch fit, and she's like, I've had it! All you do is talk about Zelda this, Zelda that, you never worry about me! Well, maybe it's because you're not in danger. Now you're on your own! <laughs> and then uh, he stumbles upon an oasis, where he realizes Zelda is being hidden, and then she's uh, wrapped up by vines, and all I'm waiting, in here, all I'm waiting now is for Yoda to show yeah. up and go, Why are you here? No, man, this is clearly some kind of weird, uh, like, Zelda's all tied up in, like, the kinkiest possible way. Yeah. He goes, the yeah. girl Are the those crypt- tentacles? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're spiky vines. And mm. then uh, Zelda's like, Link, come closer. And Link's like, wait a second. The girl in the crystal said Zelda was in a rock shape like a turtle. And then she uh, really gets ugly and says, I have you now, my pretty. You walked into my trap, tasty morsel. She's got a sick goatee for a witch. 
This is Misery Meyer, world, fam world famous for its fine aroma of swamp gas. Here just in time with dinner, for dinner with Sir Vitrius, the master of this place. You, an illusion, you tricked me. Dinner with you was the main course. And then uh, we get to see some red bubbling swamp liquids and the tentacles constrict. Hey, look. This is Japanese drawn, so those tentacles <laughs> could be a whole lot worse. Yeah. Just be glad they're choking you to death. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're definitely <laughs> uh, got a good grip around his throat there, like, you know, you would. Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's asphyxiating is, something. Oh, yeah. He's mm. in a full carotene right now. <laughs> that's, why, that's why the fog's... It was ninjas, yeah, I tell you. The fog's covering his, his fucking fog. lower half because he's... They don't want you to see that or that 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 tent in his tunic. Yeah, I was gonna say he's totally popping a tent inside his little uh, skirt there. <laughs> he's got his second master sword. Yeah. Popping the poles. <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> we see delicious. eyeballs start popping out, and then it's a big pile of eyeballs, and then uh, all of a sudden the swamp starts to drain, and Serbitrius's no eyeballs reason. start flying willy nilly, and she goes, "Where did this whirlpool come from?" And we see two hands holding Link up, and it goes, Zora, and it's uh, Zora. And he goes, how did you get here? How did you know? Oh, it is simple for me to appear anywhere there is water. <laughs> Plus, I cannot deny Ephemeralda's request. And then Link realizes that Ephemeralda has got his, had his back. Although the guy could have got there a little sooner because Link is as blue as the Zora. <laughs> but then it says, Ay! The witch gets washed away. So I can't understand why. Why, um, <laughs> fucking what's her name? Navi fucked off and then went and told Jasper, or whatever the dick his name is, to go save him. Well, she wanted him to be okay, but she didn't want to be the one to do it. So she delegated. So she made her bitch boy go do it, which she's never going to put in for. What a I don't remember uh, Zora looking like a creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, he does. Well, he's you, been consistent uh, with it the, throughout the comics. I don't know what he actually looks like in the game, though. No, they got the uh, they got the face looks pretty darn good. If you mm. play the Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past again, <laughs> he, he doesn't. You're going to. <laughs> okay, if we're if we're gonna play a Zelda game, we'll start you off with the best one. At least you'll get like the best first impression possible. Maybe. You were lucky you didn't have this kid on when Triforce Johnson was on here, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lost that guess right quick. <laughs> Alright. Let's I'd move still, on I'd to. Still be uh, Brandon, it's all your fault. Yeah, it's, it's that's my right. fault. <laughs> so let's yeah. move on to the Game Boy section. Uh, we've got uh, the Jetsons Robot Panic. Yeah, my gosh, which uh, looks horrible. This guy, this guy, he 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 must have the wrong boss. Mister Spacely is the one that Mister uh, Jetson works for, but the guy in the monitor is clearly Cogswell. Uh, yeah. Cogswell or Cogsworth, whatever. Yeah, Cogswell mm -hmm. Cog. Is he stealing from his factory or something? Maybe that's he, what he's doing. Oh, yeah, that would be like he's like he's stealing the material made for the gears. Yeah, moon rocks or some bullshit. So <laughs> George gets, uh, I guess, brought in on industrial espionage. Because <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Spacely is a fucking asshole. Mm. Yeah. So George is probably like the idiot savant, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Spacely is just like, you know what? I'm going to send this bitch out. If he succeeds, he just might get that raise. And if he fails and dies, well, then I'll just hire someone competent. Jeez, that sounds like a certain king of a certain ghoul realm I happen to know of. <laughs> that you might hear more about yeah, in, probably, the, uh, in an upcoming episode of the Taste Test. 
So on uh, page 51, we find out he does actually go to Cogswell's factory. Oh, yeah. Um, so it says, The madman behind the robotic ruckus that has taken the city by storm is the conniving Cogswell. He's been sending radio waves from his factory to the robots of the city, causing them to go out of control. George has got to jet through the three stages of Cogswell's factory and figure out how to turn off this, the sinister signal transmitter. So that's why okay. he's there. Apparently, oh my god, you have to rescue uh, Jane from the shopping mall. Awesome. Totally not sexist at all. <laughs> uh, daughter Judy from the concert hall. And Elroy from whatever the space ball dome is. So it looks like you can fly as Judy. So it looks like you can... Wait. Oh, so you're playing as these kids, it seems. They're oh, yeah, all escaping? You, I think you take... Yeah, you're character. playing as these people... Uh, uh, okay. Getting through the levels, looking for them, like... I don't know, getting out and like Elroy's brought his ball. So I guess he's just like going to vandalize his. He's school. a ball tosser. He's a baller. He's a ball tosser. It says it right there. Ball tosser. Elroy, he's a ball tosser. It's like dodgeball, right? Space ball tosser. Yeah, he's tossing okay. them space salads, too. He's got his tongue out and everything. Yeah, just getting right in there. Man, right. I had some kind of crush on Judy Jetson when I was a kid. God damn. Well, you know, mm. you know that platinum, you know the platinum carpet matches the drapes. Oh, yeah, for All sure. Right. I don't think she puts out. <laughs> Sorry to break it to you. In the future, yeah. <laughs> oh man. <coughs> Actually, I they bet have, you they have cogs Jane for that. Puts out because it seems like George isn't giving it to her at all. There's a cog for that. <laughs> yeah, there's a cog for that. It's a flesh cog. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna, I'm pretty sure that Jane puts out more than anybody because I uh, feel like George just isn't doing it. She's know? a redhead, so there's slots. Yeah, well, that too. So, I mean, <laughs> I always it. wondered why I, I was so into redheads. Why does Judy have white hair? When oh. neither of her parents do? Mm, I bet she I does the color. She's got, she's got the milkman's hair. Yeah. That or it's the future and she's a teen the, that the dyes space, her hair. The space milkman's mm. hair. The space. Yeah. Okay, that I can believe. Love that it. I'm on board. <laughs> Delivers the milk and, and it's got like little rings around the top of the jar for no fucking reason. You're like, okay, it must be space milk. Yeah, it's space milk. <laughs> space milk, all right. Jetson okay. doesn't have a chance. My scheme is foolproof. Well, it's a good thing we sent a fool. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Nothing is so, foolproof against a sufficiently talented fool. I love it in the game when you see the screenshots of George flying. He just looks so nonchalant and just like not giving a fuck about what he's trying to do. It's like the jetpack <laughs> is just pushing him to the next objective. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next game for Game I Boy. Spit my pop. <laughs> is uh, Doctor Franken. So they couldn't even uh, get it right and call him Frankenstein. They call it Dr. Franken. Um, did you guys play this game at all? I, I guess they didn't want to add the Stein because I guess the, the author of this game was like anti-Semitic. <laughs> so he was just like, fuck the Stein. Big castle, small monster. <laughs> Urgh, I must find my body parts. Put Bitsy back together. So you it know, says, you know, you know, oh, you know, Frankie, you only need one of those parts. Right? <laughs> the rest is negotiable. <laughs> yeah. So is he trying to put his girlfriend together? It says, ever since Dr. Von Frankenbone went six feet under, his kind-hearted experiments, <laughs> Frankie and Bitsy. Okay, Frankenbone is definitely a porn name. That's like oh, some yeah. horror porn name. Yeah, it's definitely a necrophilia <laughs> porn name. What the Frank fuck? Bone. Well, welcome to Dr. Frankenstein's Heck Castle. Mm. Yo, actually, like... Brandon, little, like, do a Google search. See if you can find a porn named Frankenbone. Okay, I well, I can probably one. do you one better because I was circumcised when I was 16 and I often call my dick Frankencock. Oh, lovely. 
Yeah, I want to see if I can get Mike the spit take on his computer. You guys, circum- hold on. You guys <laughs> circumcised when you were 16? Yeah, I thought we covered this in the Flame of Power. Fuck no. I don't think I missed this. I, I was definitely no, we wasn't would, here for this. We would not forget this. Yeah, I was 16, and I was sleeping with this girl. It was my first time. Well, not like then. It wasn't my first time, but like... It was going to be first, your first time? No, this, no, no. this is 16. The Smooth Criminal was already a freaking pro back then. Right? <laughs> no, I mean, it wasn't like that, but like we had been... Didn't wait to the ripe old age of 22 like the rest of us? And it was a few months in... And then she was like, hey, uh, you're not circumcised. And I'm like, yeah, so? And she goes, well, it's supposed to retract. And I'm like, no, it's not, you idiot. I've had it my entire life. It doesn't do that. It's not a fucking sunroof. You're out of your dream. <laughs> She's like, no, 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 go to the doctor and talk to him. He'll explain it. So I'm like, okay, so I go to the doctor. And he's like, okay, well, here's the thing. She's not wrong, but, like, as a young boy, you're supposed to be shown by your parents that you got to retract the foreskin and clean it in the shower. And I'm like, okay, never got that lesson, but, I mean, I haven't had an infection, so it's fine, right? And he's like, well, here's the thing. Because you never retracted it uh, growing up, it didn't stretch at all. So now that you're a young adult and you get erections, it doesn't stretch around it. Oh, phimosis. That's what it's called when you don't stretch the... uh, Is there a name for this that I don't even know? Oh, trust me. How do you even know this? Okay. Of course. How much penis features have you been doing, Mike? <laughs> no. I read my cock was just like I, this. I, I don't That's why I called it that. It's it's called phimosis and it's definitely I found this by uh, I downloaded like a ton of hentai and throughout several Condi- throughout several issues, they kept mentioning like, oh well you can't do that, I have phimosis. And I'm just like is this like a fucking theme in Japan? Like, <laughs> how do you spell it? Like, it is just like mentioned so many oh. so, times. Okay, so what's the deal? Like, if you don't like pull the skin back when you're young or something, yeah, well, you're it young doesn't you're, uh, become elastic, and so it just sticks up there. It always kind of covers around the head. Yeah, basically, like as you're growing up and you're getting older, when you pull it, it becomes. You know, it's the inability, elastic. yeah, phimosis is the mm. inability of the prepuce to be retracted behind the glands in uncircumcised males. Oh, Nearly interesting. all males are born with congenital phimosis, a benign condition that eventually, come on, love you. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, back to my thing, though. Long story short, the doc goes, yeah, it's supposed to do that, and it doesn't. And normally, like, it could be fixed with, like, a cream or whatever, but because you didn't do it, your, your, your foreskin has fused to the back of your penis. Like oh, wow. the head of your penis. So I'm like, okay, cool. Deal with it. Get a razor in there and fix it. So sure enough, I got scheduled for the day after my 16th birthday for my oh circumcision. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, what and now birthday. I call my dick Frankencock. That never would have happened to me. The second, like, I would have, like, been like, oh, frig, this thing turns inside out. My dick's like a pop So, <laughs> so, so did you get under there. <laughs> so did you lose your virginity before the surgery? Yeah. Yeah. So what, weird. okay. So how did it, did it what, was the, what was the feeling? Was it different? And how different? Oh my god! Like like after the surgery, it was insane. Like wearing pants or anything, it was just mind blowing. It, it was like, <laughs> imagine okay, like you're, you're it making was like a, an albino in the sun. You're making a fist right now, right? And you can take your other hand and you can put it on top of that fist, and you can clearly feel like in your brain, you can determine where your left hand and right hand start and stop, right? Right. Now imagine you just took sandpaper to your fist hand and did that all over, and then you tried to touch it, like you'd know where. 
your left hand started yeah. and stopped, but your fist that you sandpapered, yeah. you have no idea. It's just yeah. a burning ball You take of something anger. that's made no contact with anything, that's <laughs> yeah. never hit the lining of underwear, <laughs> dragging across that no. fiber constantly. Oh, my God. You just don't develop that microcallus that you need. And not only oh. that, but then you got the stitches that are supposed to dissolve, but they don't, and they're just sticking out all left and right oh. and stuff. Yeah, and it's like, that's, that's why I call it Frankencock, because it's still got the neck bolt marks, I call it. <laughs> It says, oh, so is, so is the stitches sticking out of it? No, no, it's just got like the holes from it. No, the he, holes he, from no, it. No, he yeah. left the bolts in. Yeah, <laughs> left the bolts. Left the bolts in. Yeah, it's, it's, wow. it's for an interchangeable tip. <laughs> so what? He's got what's the, the kind, he's what's got the kind the of block, reaction he's got you the get? Blockhead, the circle head, the corkscrew. Most head. often, it's not like it's. It's more often like, oh, that's not so bad. Because I usually tell people like up front and make a big joke out of it, and then eventually, if a lady sees it, she's like, oh, that's not as bad as I thought. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so apparently, it's better if you make a big fun of it first. Then, so. Yeah. So if you download any hentai, <laughs> chances are you're going to come across the term famosos. <laughs> that is insane to think okay. of. You. Yeah. So who says that reading Japanese porn doesn't teach you anything? I know okay. some fucking medical shit. Yeah. Legit <laughs> medical shit. That's true. I also, knew. I knew what you went through, and you never even bothered to learn the name of what you had, and I knew it. Mike's <laughs> also familiar with how many tentacles can fit in a woman. At one time. <laughs> and the answer's always enough. All right. So, back to, uh, thank you for sharing, Brandon. That was fascinating. Um, yeah. uh, Bachter Dr. F- Dr. Von Frankenbone. <laughs> Which is now Brandon's new nickname. Yep. Dr. Yes. Von Frankenbone. Uh, it says not, uh, Why uh, is it not in we saw this picture of, of a Famosa's dick, that's the, and it's through a brick, no, that's, it's through a blue no, that's brick the, wall. That's the fucking... Operating table. It just happens to look like a blue brick wall. No, they got like the fucking, you know, like the, the <laughs> this hospital like, sheets and this like, like, oh this yeah. Is, this is like the saddest glory hole ever. Have you never had a, a surgery or something? <laughs> Not on my cock. Well, you have a surgery anywhere. When they lay you down, they like open you up and they put they down put that like, like yeah. J cloth stuff, you know? I asked to see yeah, what it's the like o- tarps. I asked yeah. to see what the operating room was like, but they're like, sure, drink this. And I'm like, okay, so what's the operating room going to look like? And then I'm re- being wheeled down the hall on my cock. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the worst part about this, like, the picture that's actually here, it's like it's it's like a proboscis that's like fused shut. Yeah. Oh, well, God. I'd love to talk about this some more, but Brandon has to uh, catch a bus. Take off to get oh, home. Okay. Hey, listeners. Thanks for listening. I'll be out of here, but I'll be back soon. Don't worry. You won't miss me. Love yous. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Also, I'll talk to you later, Ben. Later. Well, that was fun having Brandon here. Uh, shame he had to leave so soon, but buses suck. Mm hmm. I hear you love to smell with them. Yeah. It, uh, this whole place probably smells like the inside of his pocket now. Hmm. It smells like the inside of a bong. <laughs> Very nice. All right. Yeah. So we were at, uh, Dr. Franken here. Um, <laughs> so it's okay. Not how long the hell ago, could they have made this without laughing? I don't know. Those horrific hooligans shrunk Frankie down to half his normal height and took Bitsy apart, scattering the pieces. In this ghoulish adventure, you've got to guide Frankie to all of Bitsy's pieces and help him put them back together. You know, really, you only need one part. <laughs> I'm pretty sure John would agree. Yeah, and he would not go for the for the head. John would just go for one level and it's like... Why, why the fuck is the music still going? Game over, man. <laughs> Game over. I got the piece I needed. <laughs> John's got his own little perverted Ferris Bueller moment. Mm. Just looking at the screen. Why the Lovely. fuck are you still here? Game's over. 
Go home. <laughs> this, is a, this is a not very good looking game. Um, it's really kind of dark um, and difficult to discern what's on screen. Um, and we have, so you yeah, can and recharge the, Frankie's yeah. battery, apparently. The color inserts here are just completely misleading. Like, you get to see Frankie just taking like a leisurely stroll. He's not fighting anybody. He's not grabbing any power-ups. He's just walking mm -hmm. along the fucking parapet of his castle. And right. another one, he's just reading some books. Mm -hmm. It's just so awful. And another, oh my god, uh, uh, as it goes further around, you got, he's strolling down this dark uh, passage, and it looks like he's got like a hoodie on that's all scuffed up, and he's just taking a leisurely stroll. It's like... Uh, Is he fighting anything in here? I don't really see him fighting any enemies. Yeah, oh my god, look at page, top of page 57. Apparently he can shoot lightning bolts. You see that? Oh my gosh. Who is he? He's got like a Hadouken going on. <laughs> I guess. This is a weird game. Oh it's like gosh. they didn't want to you, you play as Dr. Franken, I guess. Or Frankie. Oh you play as Frankie. Talk about a cock up. It talks about floor seven being a maze of identical rooms. You'll only find safe passage by making a map. Gee, you know where else I would like to find a map? Mm. My fucking issue with Nintendo Power. <laughs> uh, Thanks, Gail. Speaking of, yeah. <laughs> speaking of maps, let's move on to the next Game Boy game called Kingdom Crusade. That crusader's not fighting a Muslim. What's going on? I know. Is he fighting like a, like a Viking? I know you do. I don't remember them uh, trying to take over uh, Sweden. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the uh, the Templars were fighting like the Hashashins or... Right. Yeah. The Moors. Yeah, the original assassins. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, instead you play like what looks like Sir Robin of Loxley walking along a picket fence. <laughs> right. Like, what the hell is this shit? And then you flip it to the other side and it looks like those old... Uh, did you ever read the newspaper section? Well, the section of the newspaper where we'd have... Uh, <laughs> I'm like, the newspaper? What is this? Printed material you speak of. Yeah, the the the, the printed sec the section of the newspaper that had like games, and it would mention like uh, like near the horoscopes, mm. it would have like card games, and it would just show like all the different suits and clubs and diamonds and all that. It's like as, oh, a, no. as a kid, you'd have no fucking idea what the hell they're talking about. But I think they're supposed to be like giving out like strategies for gin, rummy, or bridge, or poker, or something. <laughs> That's hilarious. And I just yeah, look, at, map the, I look at the fields of battle, and I'm just like. Okay, like uh, a pyramid, a radiation I, symbol, a tree, a pile of dog shit. Like, what the hell is all this shit? I see Link in some of these pictures. Mm -hmm. So it's a battleground, and you play as a bunch of different characters, essentially. So it's kind of like chess, almost. And you see this overworld map that shows the location of your characters. Um, so you basically will zoom in on one, one, thing, one section at a time, I guess. And um, you beat an enemy character like one on one. It's kind of interesting, I guess, uh, in that respect. So you have to be tactical, and you have to have like sort of this um, side-scrolling adventure so beat 'em up. So does that mean like if you're fighting, advancing on one plane, that you would be losing ground on the other if you didn't engage? I think so. Yeah. 
That's pretty ambitious for a Game Boy game, I gotta say. Mm-hmm. Yes, let's move the cursor over a square and select a character. The view changes to a close-up scene where you can move your character, jump, pick up items, and fight battle. By battles. The goal of your crusade is to capture all the en enemy's characters or castles. So yeah, it's best basically like chess, but um, you're digging in at each uh, <laughs> at each individual battle, and you have to prove your might not just with a move, but also with uh, your game playing prowess. So you can hear all the different pieces on the board. You get you get a king piece, you got a queen, you get a wizard, a knight, paladin, which that Viking we talked about earlier, the bowman, and then the giant. The paladin is supposed to be like an armored healer, so this guy's completely dressed poorly. Like, if you've seen paladins yeah. in games. It's like a holy knight. This guy, yes. Right? Yeah, this guy's like a fucking berserker. Yeah, that is not a paladin. Which should have been the role of the giant. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so it's an interesting concept. Um, I wonder if it was any good. I didn't get a chance to play this one, unfortunately. Yeah, maybe I should play it on my DS then. Yeah. Or maybe somebody can recommend it for the uh, taste test in the uh, comment section on the Facebook mm. page. There you go. Oh, no, here's a game we're Speaking definitely Speaking of things gonna... to, uh, to recommend for, oh, for Mike and Brandon to play, Barbie Game Girl. Whoa. So... I love Barbie's hand gesture. Uh, fresh from her success on the NES, like she, the popular like, heroine Barbie. She looks like she's ready to. She looks like she just raised the roof and now she's dropping it down. <laughs> she's on a search for the perfect outfit at the fantasy mall, but her adventure is far from just a fashion show. It looks like she's, she's saying, "I know Ken doesn't have anything there, but if he did, I want it to be this big." <laughs> She somersaults over obstacles, power walks through packs of enemies, and swims the seas as a mermaid in <laughs> seven action-packed stages. Did you just say power walk? Yeah. Power walks through packs of enemies. So, so she, like, throws out elbows on her enemies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this lady's dropping elbows like Randy Savage, just like... <laughs> don't, yeah. t don't tell me there's an actual game in this. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did you say there was a line here? I don't think so. <laughs> um, you better open up another register. <laughs> <laughs> you better open up a register or you better call 911. Right. I'm guessing it's an easy game because it says it's not suited for players who may not find games such as Operation C or Double Dragon up their alley. Um, and there's also a matching game, I guess. Which allows them to take a break from the action and rake in bonus points. So this is sort of a weird uh, platforming game that has a different theme with each uh, level. You got one that's like a mermaid aquarium, uh, but it says you can make her swim fast by tapping the A button. Watch for sharks and fall falling planks. I say if you're in the mermaid aquarium. I don't really know what you're supposed to do. If you're in the mermaid aquarium, you got to watch out for John. Well, not in this case, because this one is uh, the standard mermaid configuration. With the, the human head. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what's the uh, Master Shake? He's in this game, apparently, in stage three, Soda Shock. Oh my god. They um, have Master Shake from Aqua Teen Hunger Force in here. <laughs> this woman, she comes into the mall. She's just throwing elbows in people's faces, and I'm like, hey, don't do that. Just because I got elbows doesn't mean you got to brag. Oh, that's, that's Meatball right there. 
Meatballs looks like he's right next to him, too. Yeah. You know, Meatballs like, you know, I just learned that I can uh, grow legs and walk. Yeah, there it is. So now I don't mm-hmm. have to roll around. That's like my oh, fucking horrible Meatwad. I'm not even trying. <laughs> yeah, Meatwad. That's if, his name. That's if, right. if I did, I'd be like, I'd have to like hit a higher voice and... And I gotta like, I have my door open right now because, again, mm-hmm. Br- Brandon left a uh, a, 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 Cloud. St- a stoner's musk like pig pen. Mm-hmm. Lovely. <laughs> okay, uh, they got a toy store, which is filled with alphabet blocks. They got a, another mermaid aquarium, so they got lazy. Uh, they have two types of the same <laughs> level. They have a musical maze. It's filled with notes and discs. Hop onto this hit parade to find a way out. I gotta tell you, that's gotta be probably the most annoying level configuration I've ever seen. And then there's a dressing room on the top floor. Makeover! Makeover, 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 makeover. So you can see what Barbie looks like in a horrible uh, 4-bit graphics. Um, in black and white. If you're going shopping like this, you need a montage. Montage. See which you know pieces what? of clothes will fit and which outfits will look like shit. You need a montage. Montage. I think the theme song for this game should be uh, Let's Go to the Mall. <laughs> Today. Today. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so okay, uh, poor Brandon gets to miss his favorite comic, the Super Mario Adventures. I think this is everyone's favorite comic. Link is Link is good, but it just doesn't mm-hmm. deliver the same amount of whimsy mm-hmm. as this. So now we get to see Mario and Luigi. They're encountering the haunted mansion that is typical in Super Mario World, and their uh, their their hats are sweating. Don't know how, but. But uh, with good reason. And uh, we read in our last episode, the Mario troop learned that you can't count Koopa out too soon. Just as they were celebrating victory, he returned to nab the peril-plagued princess and carry her off in his Koopa copter. Mario and Luigi mounted an airborne pursuit aboard Yoshi, who, to their amazement, sprouted wings after eating a Koopa shell. They soon learned at 3,000 feet that his wings could disappear as quickly as they appeared. Well, that's not true. Only, they only disappeared because they made Yoshi talk. Mm-hmm. When Yoshi spit out the shell, the trio plummeted to Earth, landing before an eerie but inviting chalet. And Mario's like, Mamma mia, what a peculiar pad! And Luigi's like, Oh, maybe it's someone's vacation retreat. I think we're due for a little vacation ourselves. Let's see if we can rest here. I don't know, like, it's... I mean, like, Luigi in the cartoon is like, Hey, yo, bro! But in the uh, games, he's always like, Hey... So yeah, it's hard to pin down Luigi's voice. I can't do it for him. He's always hungry, right? Luigi, eh, you know, he's a skinny guy. I say Mario's hungry. You know, mm. how, you know how humor works in uh, in comics. It's the fat people that are always hungry. That's why they're fat. Well, Luigi's really hungry in the first one, saying he wanted his meal, right? Oh yeah, well, skinny people got to eat eventually. I mean, it's hard to tell. Mamma mia! What a particular. Peculiar bad. Let's go Maybe it's in. someone's uh, vacation retreat. Yeah, I think we got to go. he's got a lower voice. That's why. That's yeah, why. we got to go for the, uh, what was it, like Dan Wells that was uh, Luigi on the Super Mario Super Show? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. So they find that they're on a camera, closed circuit camera TV. And uh, who's watching them? Gong. I don't know why that sound effect is there. But dun, dun, dun. I think that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. So it's all the it's Koopa and his kids. And Wendy's like, the fools, they fell for it. Ha ha, mi casa e su casa. Make yourself at home, my unsuspecting travelers. You'll be staying. Mario knocks, says it looks like no one's home. And then Luigi just takes it as like, well, if nobody's answering the door, then nobody must live here at all. So then he says, we got the place to ourselves. Come on. They open up the door and then uh, Mario says, wait, don't go in. And then uh, the Koopa Links are like, Trent, they're stopping. And Koopa says, like, silence. You'll see they're too nosy to turn back now. Hey, take it easy on the overalls, bro. I'm telling you, Ouija, I got a weird feeling about this. The jig's out. They know it's a trap. <laughs> and then Louis, and then that shows, like, a nice cutscene of Bowser and Mario telling their uh, respective audience, mark my words, they're tired, hungry, and best of all, lost. This cozy little bungalow is just too tempting for a Snoopy pair like the Mario Bros, and it's unlocked, which makes it irresistible. Wait, Luigi, we may be tired, lost, and worst of all, hungry, but we must keep our wits about us. There's something strange about this place. My gut tells me it's a trap. Come on, let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. And then all the, all the kids give Koopa that really stare. And then uh, Bowser's like, <laughs> he's got like the, uh, the the dripping eyes going, wait, I've yet to play my trump card. And he pushes a button. And then as Mario's walking away, he goes, hurry, Luigi, let's go now. Hey, you're just, you're just being a paranoid. You don't understand. It's like a mouse trap. The inviting smell of cheese lures the mouse in and bang. Speaking of cheese, that, that's, that smells like a fine provolone. I just can't resist that aroma. You know, this is like the cabin in the woods, isn't it? I gotta say, provolone has got to be like the blandest cheese like ever. <laughs> but I you, don't know that it smells like anything. It's just like, oh, here's like bland cheese smell. Did you ever uh, see the cabin in the woods? Was that, uh, I'm trying to think if I did or not. I don't think so. No, I did not. I saw the cabin by the lake one, I think. Well, this is the one, uh, yeah, because I think like, I never saw it, but I heard like there's like a scene where uh, cabin fever. That's what I. Yeah, that's what I saw. There's a scene that has like uh, people that are being triggered to certain responses by uh, smells and pheromones that are uh, pumped into mm-hmm. the vents. Because mm-hmm. uh, th- these guys like they have to like make these teenagers die in uh, traditional Hollywood in traditional slasher film sense. Oh, I see. Was that the Josh Whedon yeah. one? Oh, okay. So, uh, oh, well, of course, it's a meta movie. So, of course, Whedon's right. going to be involved. Mm-hmm. And then Luigi, you, know, you were right. Luigi's the one that's like just thinking with his stomach. And he's like, I just can't resist that aroma. No, Luigi, mm. come back here. Luigi. And then Yoshi charges in. But no, he, Yoshi ain't coming in. And Yoshi ain't coming out, apparently, because the door's about to slam on his neck rancor style. But he pulls his head back just in time, and he's like, Oh, Yoshi! Oh, this is a fine mess. Now we're locked in. And then Koopa's just like, uh, (laughs) Just as I uh, predicted, my plan worked perfectly. Superior mind, superior strategy. A great plan. I think it was luck, pure and simple. 
Well, now that I've muffled the meddlesome Mario's, I can get back to planning my perfect wedding. <laughs> and he pulls out a fucking handkerchief and he starts like tiptoeing and uh, meandering away. <laughs> he was, was like vippity skippity as he's just meandering down, down the hall. He's got like hearts coming out. His eyes are rolling back. He's blushing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's the one that's going to end up in the dress before Peach does. And then uh, Luigi, Mario's walking down the hall saying, Hey, Luigi, where are you? And then behind him comes the boo. And Mario turns around and boo's all blushing and covering up his eyes and goes, Hey, are you following me? But then another boosh comes up from behind him and bites Mario right on the ass. And then Luigi turns around and says, cut that out. And then the other boo opens up his mouth and says, leer. And then chomps Mario. And then Mario's like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Meanwhile, Luigi's just following his nose like Toucan Sam. And then we get to Mm. see a massive piece of cheese in front of a fan. He've even got like strips in the fan. You're like, that's a nice touch. Mm-hmm. But he goes, now that's a chunk of cheese. And that fan explains, but it doesn't matter because he's like. And then he's like, oh, this is too good to pass up. Say cheese. Ah, oh, perfectly aged provolone. Now, if you're starving, is a block of cheese the. F- the f- <laughs> Oh, not first. Second, is it even the last thing you would think of when you're going through the fridge? Like, I just want to eat a fucking block of cheese. <laughs> it's like a stick of butter. <laughs> I'm just chat out on this butter here. So, uh, as he's eating, more booze show up, closing in, closing in, and Luigi's just oblivious because he's in cheese mode right now. And then Mario picks mm-hmm. in, Luigi, look behind you! And he turns around and the boozer and his nose is bumping into a boo who's uh, covering up his eyes all bashful like because that's what they do. And then and he's like, ah, and he's got like three tears coming out of his eyes at the same time. Ah, boos, I'm surrounded. Don't turn your back on them. They're bum biting boo buddies. I think it's the first <laughs> time I've ever seen bum used in a comic. Yeah, really. And then he goes, move, Luigi, back up against the wall. We're outnumbered. Oh, me and my big nose. Trust me, keep sliding along the wall. And as they back into the, as they go backing against the wall, they come into an alley. There's like a, a nice hallway. And behind that hallway is the biggest boo of all. King boo. Mm-hmm. Or big boo. King boo. Uh, and then. All right. So, well, we're, that's that's going to be enough for part one, I think, and we'll pick it up at part two with Counselor's Corner next time. Yep. So uh, if you'd like to reach out to us in between, um, please check out our website, playingwithpowerpodcast.com, or you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash playingwithpowerpodcast. You can send a tweet to Mike at getthepower88. You can... Go to patreon.com slash playing with power to donate a few dollars and become a sponsor for the show, uh, which would be wonderful. And as always, you can please take a take a moment to go on iTunes and give us a rating and review. We'd appreciate that. And uh, I, think, I think I got it all. Well, also, uh, I'm on a uh, episode of uh, the Is It Worth It podcast talking about Parasite Eve with friends of the show Blaine J and uh, James Milholland. And on their other show, uh, Video Games the Movie, 
I will, uh, that episode will be released soon. I will be discussing There Will Be Brawl. Okay. So, uh, if you want to check out their show, Is It Worth It is where Blaine talks about, uh, his favorite games and, uh, the asking price that they have on eBay and is it in his experience, like, is it worth it? Uh, can you get it better elsewhere or should you like just not pay for it? Mm. And, uh. Video Games the Movie just talks about games based on, like, movies based on video games or having video game themes, like war games. Mm -hmm. And if you guys want to check out more of Mike and Brandon, um, they now have kicked off the Taste Test uh, podcast series, which is also on our network. So if you subscribe to the feed, you will get both Playing With Power and the Taste Test. We'll be airing the Taste Test on a uh, bi-weekly basis, so... It'll be a little less, but it will be consistent. All right. So thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. Hey, and welcome back to Playing With Power. I'm your host, Brandon Boswell, and you're tuning in to Volume 40 of September 1992, The Felix the Cat Issue. What? What the hell? Brandon, why the hell are you in my room? Ah, (laughs) I just thought, you know, I could just get away with it if maybe I waited until you weren't around the computer and I just got back to it and... Are you trying to podcast without me? Well, no, no, I just wanted to do it so bad. This is my show. Hello and welcome to the Playing With Power podcast. I'm your host, Mike. (laughs) And I'm... and Ghost. joining me is my guest, who needs to learn his place. <laughs> Brandon <laughs> Boswell. Brandon Boswell Brandon question. Boswell. Is it Brandon Boswell? It's Brandon Boswell. That's, hey your, guys. that's, your, that's your current alias? Yeah, that's, that's, that's my present crime alias. Yeah, I have to get a new one because I've been had. But uh, until then, you guys can just call me Brandon Boswell. I'm back. And uh, he's the only one who is. Yeah. We don't have Ben and we don't have John. This is a... There can be only one. I've survived this t- the tests. <laughs> yes. Okay. So this is uh, volume uh, part two of part two, volume 40. Volume 40, Felix the Cat edition. Booyah. Se- September 1992. <laughs> Celebrate. <laughs> I literally have been waiting with my hand on that can for like four minutes to do that. <laughs> I really wanted that. Now, in the uh, in the last issue, in the last part of this issue, we just covered the uh, the adventures of the Super Mario Brothers with uh, Luigi encountering Big Boo. Yeah, was that happening? Then we moved on to then uh, now we uh, continue now with on. Counselor's Corner. And here we have a woman named Glory Evans with a case of uh, resting bitch face. Yes, she is not a morning glory at all. <laughs> God, I don't know what her, like, uh, can you imagine the forethought that her parents had when they named her Glory and she just woke up with that face every day? <laughs> Holy bananas. Yes, we want a name that evokes sunshine and rapture and happy yeah. feelings. And she comes into work looking like... Golem? <laughs> 
Well, she's not ugly. She's just... She looks like she was carved from stone. <laughs> she's pretty sour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically, they're talking about the Legend of Zelda linked to the past, and they're talking about how to get the big key in the swamp place. The swamp palace? Palace. The swamp palace, apparently. Letters and words are important. <laughs> they change how they sound. Breaking news, I'm being told I was incorrect about a thing. <laughs> well, that's a first. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so this goes into uh, details telling us about how to get the big key because in traditional Zelda fashion, water levels are fucking confusing. Oh, I thought you were going to say because I'm never going to play this, so they have to tell me. Oh, man. You, you, the, you're going to play, play this. You're going to play, you're gonna play the best Zelda game, if well, nothing else. Maybe. You're going to get your so beak they, wet. They give, me, they give me all the, the reasons to not play this by saying, like, <laughs> go up the stairs to the room with the pond. In the shadow of the pond, you must, uh, on the floor, push the stone back and out of the way, and then you go down, and then you fucking look for the big key. And then it just tells you that you got it. You're good. It's in the treasure chest. <laughs> yep, and the Zelda tips aren't uh, done yet, but apparently we brought in a guy named Mark Pigeon. Yep. And he tells us how to defeat Trinex. He looks like uh, he looks like he's in the witness protection program. Like he's some kind of like Sicilian, like third or fourth rate uh, henchman, and he just knows too much. So they like pulled him, and then the FBI <laughs> has relocated him. We're we'll calling you Mock Pigeon. What am I supposed to do? Here's a phone. Well, what the hell am I supposed to do with that? Is connected to Nintendo. Answer dweebs all day. You, you, what the fuck? I don't know anything about video games. Well, we figure since you're a stoolie. We're yeah, gonna, we're gonna give you the last name Pigeon. Yeah, just so you always remember what you we, are. We got you this phone here, so you can talk all day to ten-year-olds. Yes, yeah. we don't want we don't want anybody to see your face because you're too well known. So we're gonna put you in a voice-only yeah. job capacity. And ten-year-olds will never believe anything you say. Ten-year-olds, real, like, what are the chances of a ten-year-old being up on mob yeah. voices? Exactly. Well, I mean, like, even if he just decides to, like, leak a bunch of information to the 10-year-olds about, like, his old mob cases and FBI, they're like, Defeat well. Trinex. Did I ever tell you how I defeated Louis? <laughs> yeah. I put that motherfucker in a chokehold. <laughs> he cried. He begged. He shit his pants. But when you got your throat on someone's jugular, you don't stop. I just wanted to know where to get the staff of Burner. You want to know where to get the staff is? You want to know where to get a beating? You go on Lexington and 3rd, and you wear the wrong shirt. That's how you get a beating. <laughs> I'm totally loving your, your impression, but also I was going to try and use some of this into it, but <laughs> I couldn't read faster than you can impersonate, so and, and, you win again. And, and you look at his picture, it looks like he's got a black eye. The shade yeah, on this. Yeah, it looks like he did, like, this is his, his WIT Protect program. This is it. <laughs> and he's just in Witness Protector program. Like, that's like, his mugshot. The day he escaped from witnessing a violent crime and barely escaping with his life. How the fuck do you say this guy's name? Trinex. Trinex. That's, that's what would happen. Some little kid would call and be like, hey, I just want to know how to defeat Trinex. And he'd be like, what the fuck's a Trinex? You know what? Is that the fucking train next to, to, to fucking Chicago on the L track or whatever? <laughs> That's what that would happen. He'd be like, I don't fucking care about a Trinex. Where's the staff of Bonnie at? Fuck you, the staff of Bonnie. <laughs> Send you down to the fucking. I don't know. I'll tell you where to get a good. I'll tell you where to get a good Kanish down at Blue's Deli. <laughs> there you go. How do I enter the waterfalls of wishing? Wishing ain't gonna do shit for you. You want something? You gotta go out and crack some fucking skulls. You gotta break some necks. You gotta grab some pussies. You just gotta be a fucking man and take shit. Wishing is for fags. 
<laughs> getting is for winners. Are you a winner, kid? Are you a fucking winner? Because I don't talk to losers. Because <laughs> I don't talk to losers. You'll find fairies inside there. <laughs> There was there was like there was like so much that you could have used oh on the God, page fairies. that we're not describing to our lovely listeners. Yeah, with your very wishing is for fucking fairies, and that's what's in that damn cave. So so you good. a freaking fairy winning to grant someone else's wish, you little pussy? <laughs> or you gonna take a wish? Anyway, moving on. Life's like a Seven Eleven. You can leave a wish or take a wish. Now, are you a giver or are you a taker? So the next thing we got is Dragon Warrior 3 with Alex Sargent, who looks like some kind of fucking lives in a tree. <laughs> He's a tree troll. No, I was thinking like lives in a tree, but like paints like Bob Ross, but like if you had a tree house. Oh shit, that's a hat. Yeah. I thought it was just like bad shading, like with, with like a shaved off hat, with a shaved off haircut with light reflecting. No, the you're top. insane. You also got to remember the quality of these are terrible. Yeah, this quality of these scams are a little substandard. Like you can't tell where people's hair ends and, and the, the background. Background begins because they didn't fucking color the background. It's a black ass background. This guy looked like he had like a shiny black flat top, but then <laughs> yeah. I realized, oh shit, he's wearing a hat. It's a cowboy hat. <clears throat> but he's talking about uh, where you can build up or where can you build up lives in Dragon Warrior Three. So he goes on about going to one particular place. Yeah, there's a massive forest where you can build experience, but he saves you trouble by highlighting just the one area where oh, you can okay. find the enemy, which will be the easiest to defeat. Would Yet give, give a substant a a, a a very good amount of experience, Sick and deal. even tells you what enemies you'll encounter. You should just run the fuck away from, really, because they're just not worth the trouble. That's great. So he's a pretty good guy, and then he answers like how to buy items in the elf shop. Apparently, you got to use uh, just like witness protection. You got to become somebody else, and you got to become a, Holy an fuck. elf. You got to like get what? Are you building a fucking town in this? Yeah. The new, can, town, uh, yeah. the, new, the new town in the field won't grow unless you have defeated... Oh, good. Orshanon picked up the staff of change, of course. Once these conditions have been met, continue to visit the new town regularly. Each time you come to town, talk to all the people before you go. You can speed up the process by visiting the town, saving the game, pressing reset, and then going back to the town. That's a, that's a reason for me to play this fucking game. You okay. get to build a town. Yeah, I'm totally kind of fucking into this. This is like SimCity from the landlord's perspective. This is like SimCity if it involved one. warriors. Damn. Of the dragon variety, and it was the third. <laughs> not, not like the first or the second where they're still working the bugs out, but the third where they already know what they're doing and they're going to hit the ground running. Yeah. Oh, man. So then moving on, we got Altered Space with Mitch Kerm. Who, uh... Mitch, Mitch Kerm, who has he, a perm. He look, Mitch Kerm with the perm. Yeah, he's got, like... I think his mustache has got a perm, too. Fuck's sake. <laughs> he looks like the kind of guy that would be, like, hosting a uh, an, astrolog- an astronomy show on PBS. Yes, yes, I can see it. Or, like, I was thinking at, like, the... What do you call them? The fucking, like, laser shows at the libraries? The, the planetarium. Planetarium, yep. Except like forty years ago. Yeah, he's the guy that like show. He's the guy that like trained Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, exactly. On like just like how to use the actual controls, not anything about space. <laughs> but he thinks that he knows everything about space because he can operate the one machine in that building. Listen, man, I know about stars and shit because I can make I can move lasers. Because I can move lasers. Watch me burn your eyeball. <laughs> whoa, whoa! You're getting ahead of yourself. So he talks about. Altered Space. Which, uh, this, this game looks boring as fuck because it looks like you're in like a 6x6 six six room. Yeah, I don't know. What the fuck? Is this a Game Boy game it must be? Yeah, definitely. It's a okay. Game Boy game. So, like, I'd say 60% of the screen is white. It's just filler. And then in the center of the screen, there's a, like, a hexagonal. What it's do you an call that? Isometric. Isometric. 
So you could be looking at the outside of a cube, or you could be looking into a cube. How great would it be if you were looking at the outside of the cube and your dude was walking around the outside? Ah, what shit. are you? Is the ballerina going to the right or the left? Yeah, and this guy or tells is a bunch. Coming to me. <laughs> this guy tells a bunch of shit, and it's uh. There's a warp in stage three, and there's a warp in stage five. Oh Classics. shit! We can beat this game. We don't want to play faster. Oh my god! The best part is like it's not like they went out of their way to like put the warps in like hidden areas. It's like yeah, the classic three and five and seven. Yeah. Go to those levels, find a warp. So this looks dope. Then we got Nestor's Adventures with oh, Wings boy. Two, and uh, we, he's a, he's look, look, reading a sign, and it seems to say over there. Learn to fly in beautiful print, beautiful France. Good hours, top pay, honors. Go down in history, free burial service. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Uh, and then we got W. C. Fields. He's <laughs> showing this kid a uh, a biplane. He's like, remember to raise your plane to the top mechanical level so you can perform the split f- S. Any questions? And Nestor's, of course, asking. Yeah, do pigs fly? <laughs> Why don't you show us how it's done, Ace? So back home, uh, I've flown everything from hang gliders to space shuttles. And uh, then we get to see them engaging yeah. the Red Baron. And he's like, it's the Red Baron. We're doomed. Are you kidding? We only... You, <laughs> are you kidding? Only a beagle would take that, take the guy that seriously. <laughs> a nice little nod to Snoopy. Good. The beagle that takes on the Red Baron. That's fucking good. Good. I'm just wishing that I'd read any of this before we did this. I hate you. Do the next one. And then he says, you're going to get us all killed. And he says, what's it to you? And then they pull like a, well, there's a loop-de-loop, and then there's like a loop-de-loop-de-loop. Now, how many, a, how many degrees do you think this would be? 780? Man, we talked about this last time. Look, that's 360 for the first one and 360 for the second one. What about that degree turn leading up to the curve? Well, you can subtract it with this one, which is the exact same, so they equal well, out. And if you really want to get technical, then this one starts off at the beginning. Yeah, man. Autism is where I'm at. <laughs> so, a 720 degree, significantly less than 18,000 degree spin. Yes. All right. Whatever 360 times 2 is. You, okay. So, you tell me that. So, then we get to see the, uh, he tells him he's so he completely. Gets right above him and he's flipped upside down doing like the parallel fucking. He's completely disoriented. He's going to crash. All those pizza delivery guys are overrated, if you ask me. Yeah. You know, they had some good jokes here, but the last one seemed a little flat. Yeah, I don't get it. What the yeah. fuck does that mean? I know, but the Red Baron doesn't have a pizza. He's just got a uh, stash and a goatee. So, then... Uh, What's that? What was that? Oh, that was the, uh, the players' polls. Oh. The power give, players. Do we give a fuck about that? Nah, it's just people that beat games. and uh, People that beat games? We don't give a fuck about people that beat games? Like Idiots? That. Look at that. Someone already... Look, here's people that didn't need the... Uh, the advice in Dragon Warrior 3, they finished No, you know what? Game. These guys are idiots. You know why? Because they beat the games and then they didn't make a podcast about it to tell everybody about how good they are at the games that other people aren't playing. These yeah. guys are chumps. Yeah. Shut up. Get your own podcast. I'm not <laughs> telling anybody any of your names. Don't say a single name. I almost wanted to say a couple funny ones, but none of these people are getting recognition. Suck it. Get a podcast. <laughs> I'll see you at the baseball diamond at three. If you're from Washington Crossing and you want people to know your name, why don't you be able to do Actually, I kind of want to call these people out. Listen, it. if you live in Spring Hill, NS, Hudson, Illinois, M- Muthis, MA, Westerville, Colvin, Semicolon, Seminole, Beaverton, if you live in any of those places, fuck you. I'm better than you at Flintstones. I don't, I've never played that game, but fuck you. <laughs> I'm just saying. I can swing a Yabba Dabba Club, whatever the hell he does. 
I can I can beat it and I can make a podcast about it and I'm never gonna say any of your people's go, names. I can go bowling. I can bang Wilma. Yeah. I can screw my boss, Mr. Slay. Did you know arms. that in the movie, uh, Wilma... Okay, so in the TV show, there's like a running joke about Betty being like a little bit hotter than Wilma, but it's made funnier by the fact that Barney is so unattractive, and even in like caveman standards, like sure, Fred's not attractive, but, but he's, he's like he's got a job, he's like big, whatever, he's yeah, got he's a house tall. and everything, right? And uh, so, but like it's, it's a running joke that how does Barney get with a broad like Betty, right? But then in the movie, they fucked everything up by making Rosie O'Donnell Betty, and I forget who the fuck played Rick Wilma. Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis played no, Barney. Wendy, uh, Wilma is what I'm talking about. Whoever the fuck played <laughs> Wilma is hot Barney. as hell. And then they got fucking Rosie O'Donnell to play Betty, and they fucked it all up. So, like, uh, I was listening to this thing, and a lot of people were, like, chirping, like, how dumb. I know, that was, like, one of the easiest running jokes that you could have gotten away with. Who wants to eat a Rosie O'Donnell vitamin? No, that's lame. Oh, that's, that's so lame. Well, speaking of dinosaurs, we can take a trip to Dino City. <laughs> you mean uh, speaking of Rosie O'Donnell or speaking of Flintstones? <laughs> <laughs> so, we get to see uh, Timmy and Jamie have been teleported to prehistoric times. Their adventure starts off when they team up with Rex and Tops, two friendly dinosaurs. The Rockies, a gang of evil Neanderthals, have stolen a powerful fuse. Wait a second, electricity doesn't exist yet. And they stole a fuse? The, uh... Well, they got teleported to prehistoric times. Help save the dinosaurs from extinction. You do realize if you save the dinosaurs from extinction, they'll eat humans? <laughs> Help ruin humans. Just do that. These dinosaurs have tricked these kids. They're like, hey, come with us, fuckers. They're going to need to invent a new term for this kind of genocide. <laughs> oh, yeah, time genocide. Temporal. That's a, that's a thing. Yep. So... Uh, just like Mario, we start off in the grasslands. Grasslands. Bob Marley. <laughs> Not that type of grass. It's the same grass. It's uh, One it grass. All, it all smokes. It's one grass, bro. <laughs> one grass. Yeah. One, one light. <laughs> Let's get together in grassland. high. <laughs> <laughs> I'll meet you at grassland, brother. Uh, Cindy has a problem. Tampo trouble. Stage that was one. tampon trouble. No, I thought it was a uh, time like like uh, when I first read it, we were talking about time travel. I thought it was like a time thing, temporal trouble, something, whatever. It's not. I'm just dyslexic. Hey, you friends. know, if this girl is in prehistoric times, eventually she will run into tampon trouble. Yeah, that's true. Also, <laughs> I just realized that this whole podcast is really just a case of random strangers getting to know it, how bad I am at reading things. <laughs> Hi, random strangers. I just want you to know my name is Brandon, and I'm bad at reading. Oh my gosh. Be better than me. Then we see, like, Cindy has a problem. Cindy doesn't like dinosaurs too much. We don't know why. She just doesn't. She will persistently try to hop on you and your sore, chuck some tools at her to fend her off. Now, who the fuck is... Yeah, I don't know what the fuck Oh, it must be some Neanderthal named Cindy. No, I think it's this little, like, flying bird cunt. Tampos by nature. Very slow. If she went... Like, Pterodactyl would be a dinosaur, so it looks like she's part of the evil Neanderthals. I don't know. You can zoom in there. The graphics on this are pretty damn good. Well, no, that's a zoomed-in picture. Like, Yeah, so then we get to see... Well, uh, I guess they're not bad, actually, looking at them now. Yeah, so this must be a Super Nintendo game, just given its... Uh, yeah, look at that ice. That ice looks like a real Super Nintendo ice. Yep. So then we get to see a Neanderthal with spectacles. Stranger things have happened. Where do you see that? What? Oh. Crasher operates a block-producing pr- block contraption. And, uh, it produces blocks. Yep. 
And then when the blocks break apart, they'll damage Crasher. You'll be able to hit him with your tools, too. So... Dickhead. Yep. Dickhead. I love it when bosses, like, plot their own demise. I know, they're like freaking... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Like go grim, back, go back. Like grim, Tricky one up. They're like gremlins oh, and loincloths. Uh, Cocksucker, quit moving. To get, this, <laughs> to get this one up, wait on the small platform above until it falls. Jump off onto the next small platform as soon as you... As soon as you have collected the prize. Neat. Neat. A free one up so, for everybody. This looks like a standard, like, Joe and Mac type thing. I never played Joe and Mac. And also never seen it. And, and it's also, got like it three hearts. talked a lot. It's got three hearts in the top, so it's a lot like the uh, Adam's Family for the Super Nintendo. It seems to have, like, those types of controls. Where's the... Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I see. And, uh... Pretty Those bosses have got some fat health bars. The monster malls are, uh... Dickheads. Yeah, they look pretty fucking tough. And then you go through ruins and you get to see... Uh, apparently Neanderthals built a roller coaster park. Also, these dinosaurs are wearing shoes. Or a mining quarry. <laughs> yes, and the dinosaurs have sneakers. Just sneakers. And the, the, the kids are, like, standing on their backs and riding. Like, standing on their ass. I don't know. It looks like straight up like it's been made to ride. Like, genetically altered to be Yeah. Made. You know, for kids, like, somehow... It doesn't even... I bet it doesn't even say how they got back in time. But apparently they no, were... they got pro- teleported. Yeah, but apparently they had... They were... Car- apparently they were carrying shoes that, strangely enough, fit dinosaurs. I'm going to assume that they, the dinosaurs had them when they got there, and they just didn't question it. <laughs> that was what happened. They got, like, little dinosaurs working in a sweatshop. The, <laughs> they just the walked continent. in, and then that was where they showed up, and they are like, look, we'll keep this secret, but you got to help us get back. <laughs> oh, is that? Whoa, what is this? What are you? Uh, that words. is... Give me words. It doesn't uh, say what the fuck it is. It's the most damn interesting stage, thing on the page. Stage four is Danger Valley. <laughs> Wow, that's ridiculous. It's the most interesting piece of art that we've seen so far. Oh, it's this guy. Yeah. Then we get to see this uh, amazing thing. This is this, weird contraption. This is the weirdest contraption in the game. It's hard to tell what it is, but it's coming right at you. So this Neanderthal is pushing a big wall, wall with of wood and stone. And a face. Yes, Wait for the water barrier to disappear, then shoot at the bright, round, exposed area. That sounds normal. Basically, you win by shooting it. Oh, she gets jet water shoes. That's perfect. You know, so, this game looks pretty fucking interesting. This is the future. Look, <laughs> the dinosaurs... Whoa, whoa, what is this about? <laughs> what is this? We get Did you know see- this was here? Yeah, Spider-Man uh, Maximum Carnage, I believe. Can you, like, thank you. Coming soon from LJN to your game, Super NES. Oh. Yeah, so this is Spider-Man and Carnage as part of the uh, centerfold. Yeah, it's pretty dope. And Holy tits. Yeah. It's like fucking beautiful Ramita uh, Ramita illustrations. I don't know Spider-Man. what Ramita means, but John Ramita, yes. he was the oh. uh, illustrator. Yeah, okay, the guy that, that probably did my T-shirt that I have. Back. Probably. Yeah. So this is the Maximum Carnage storyline, which yeah, you're I familiar a, with. Yeah. And this was a game from LJN, which did not fucking suck. Why well, don't I know about it? You didn't read the Angry Video Game Nerd because he does that. And here we get to see Soul Blazer. Now, if you've heard me on the uh, on the upcoming episode of the RPG show, we talked about Illusion of Gaia, which was a game for the Super Nintendo. It was the second in the uh, the Evolution trilogy made by Quintet and Enix. This is the first game in that trilogy, Soul Blazer. So, what was the third game called? Terranigma. Those are fucking all dumb names. Soul Blazer, then what? Illusion of Time slash Illusion of Gaia, depending then, on what country, depending on what continent it was released on. And then... Terranigma. 
Dumb. <laughs> Dumb. What the fuck? So, Enix hits on a winning combination of role-playing and action with its new Super NES title, Soul Blazer. <laughs> yep, and it says, Play your search for secrets and ferret out clues from each area's inhabitants. They travel to many other destinations as they fight to free unjustly held prisoners. Six vast regions ranging from frosty mountaintops to undersea caverns are filled with the evil legacy of genius gripped by greed. The Soul Blazer must break that deadly grip. And here we get to see some beautiful screenshots. Hold on, go back, go back. For some reason, this whole title right here just reads to me like a monster truck ad. Like, Death Toll Echoes Through the Feral Empire. The Sunday, one, Sunday, Sunday. The once king, the once kind, King Madrid let his greed get the better of him. He no. captured Dr. Leo, Leo, Leo. No, you're doing <laughs> it wrong. No, okay, look, <laughs> look, look. King Madrid is here to cover his title. Meanwhile, Captain Leo, Dr. Leo is going to back him up with the engineering genius. And we'll see the summoning of an ultimate evil machine. Death Toll, that's right. Death Toll, Death Toll Sunday. Summon him. <laughs> there you go. All right, you fucking earned your keep today. <laughs> <laughs> so, everyone, again, grass. And also the grass. It's the grass. It's the grass. So you got to start the grass. Yep, yeah, so once a busy town, Grass Valley is now deserted. Before its inhabitants were imprisoned by Death Toll, Death Toll, Death Toll. Death Toll! The town boasted a water mill, a grand house for the village chief. I love that that's the dude's name. Like, I didn't even have to fuck that up. That's the dude's name. Death Toll! Anyway. <laughs> so we get to see him, uh, him getting it. We get to see uh, the first boss is called Metal Mantis. Now, if you play. Uh, Illusion of Gaia, the secret boss, is essentially the same guy, Metal Mantis. <laughs> That's Except awesome. Except he is... So is it the same guy? Like, does it carry over? Yeah. Or... Oh, okay, cool. Well, it's Super Nintendo. You can't, like, plug them in or anything, but it's no, the no, same... No, but, like, it's the same, same story or whatever, right? No, not same story, but it's the same level, So the what same... the fuck do these games have to do with each other? They're designed by the same company, and they focus on things, like, similar themes. Oh, so they're like spiritual successors. Yes. Oh, I thought they were like, okay, well, no, fuck. Then not the, they're all that shit I was saying about the names, you know what? Disregard it. Those are cool, badass names. <laughs> I thought they were supposed to make sense in order. Like, no. Oh, well, fuck me then. I'm just a dickhead. Metal Mantis this Monday. <laughs> yeah, so the secret boss of Illusion of Gaia, who is incredibly difficult and not worth the effort. Wait, 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 wait. The I, got, first I got one boss. more. I got one more. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> this Monday, avoid Metal Mantis's grip. Lure him with just your credit card number. <laughs> Do I need to have like some smooth jazz playing in the background? Like, avoid him with your credit card number or your parents' permission. <laughs> Please enter your credit card number now. So then you fight uh, other guys like the Stone Man. Me. And the graphics here are kind of pretty good. Yep. For Super Nintendo. It looks like you're fighting some Pokemon. Uh, at the Fire Shrine, you get to murder a Charmander. Uh, that looks like a bird. I mean, it kind of looks like a Charmander. Don't they have flame birds? Flame birds? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a, a phoenix. I mean, it's not to say that there isn't other birds that are also on fire. It's they're Pokemon, man. There's fucking one everything. Look, that's a Pokemon. That's a Pokemon. That's a Pokemon. You get I'm a just po pointing at inanimate you get a objects. Pokemon. You get a Pokemon. One of them that I pointed at was generally a leaf. Man, you get the you look at this. You get a fucking weapon called the Psycho Sword. That's pretty dope. Psycho Sword Sunday. <laughs> Bring your sword and get fifty percent off your seat. Yeah. 
This weekend only, Psycho Sword Saturday Sunday. Celebrate with us. Because nothing says nothing says family weekend entertainment than a bunch of rowdy people on an adrenaline high bringing sharp weapons. <laughs> Bring your weapons to get sharpened at the Thunderdome. <laughs> Oh, free sharpening. Yeah. <laughs> Just bring your sword to the arena. Watch out for the kids. Skullmaster. A gigantic skull is master of the scuttled ghost ship. To battle the cranium creature, attack from the side as it dips near and dodge the skeleton hands. These are some pretty boss items here. And neat bosses. Then you get the critical sword. It increases your attack power after you dash to the top of Durian's volcano and use the mermaid. The team. big pearl. Oh, boy. I got something. There's a mermaid's tear. There's a big pearl. <laughs> so you leave a big pearl and you get the mermaid's tear. Is that how that works? Well, if you hit the if you hit the pearl long enough, then maybe. She'll oh, hold on. Let me see. Let me see. So first, you get your magic armor and your mushroom shoes, and your rotary rotor magic. What is that? The rotator magic. Don't need. Use that. it to protect yourself or attack foes beyond the reach of your sword. Okay, never mind. Anyway, so you get the you get the magic armor, the mushroom shoes, the rotator magic. Then you get your lucky blade, your lucky blade. Then you go out, and then you try to find somebody else's mystic armor, and then you use your door key and the soul of detection, so you could use a spark bomb in their light armor, and get your magical zentetsu sword. <laughs> oh no, I pushed a button and it did bad things. And then, <laughs> and then you can use magic flare and power bracelet together to get a critical sword. And then that way you can get into that person's bubble armor and give them a thunder ring. <laughs> and then once you're done, you leave them a blue pearl and then you get a mermaid's tear. And then you can get a shield, soul shield. Soul of shield. And that'll help you fight some guy. None of that's accurate, viewers, listeners. Yep. Tyndall. That's the only not menacing... Tyndall, I can't even... Come on down and see a cute little robot who looks like a reject from the Jetsons. Jetsons, <laughs> Jetsons. If you add echo, it doesn't make it sound cooler. Demon bird. Caca, motherfucker. <laughs> wait, wait, go to the demon bird. Stand with your back. Stand with your back to a wall and attack. When a demon bird flies by on the diagonal. So this game looks fun. I want to play it. Yeah, I'm kind of into it. I was going to try and make up a sweet little, like, doodle bob for the demon bird, but I couldn't, so fuck it. And uh, coming up, After let me have a Nintendo game. Clue. Clue Detective. Classic detective game. <laughs> Gung-ho gumshoes and savvy sleuths will find Clue more fun than ever. Wait, it was fun in the first place? Uh, Yeah, I actually love Clue. Fuck you. I never got to play it. I never had any. What do you mean you never got to play it? I didn't have anybody else to play with. You can't play Clue by yourself, can you? Well, technically you can. You just shuffle the cards and then put three random ones in and then try to guess which random ones are inside the thing. Yeah. That's the point of the game. Like You could play it by yourself, but it's harder to get clues off people when there's no people. Mike is leaving the room. Mike is back. <laughs> back in the studio. The lineup. We got the sexy Miss Scarlet, the, uh, the MILF. Or Gilf, Mrs. White. Yeah, definitely miss a Gilf. And then we got uh, Professor Plum. I always play as mustard. Everybody else can fuck right off. Yeah. And uh, when it comes to the interrogation process, listen to what the others have to say. If they claim to have proof that the person you fingered is innocent, well, they're not innocent after you fingered them. No. Nope. Well, you're not innocent. <laughs> but 
Well, like if if they told you no, then they're innocent. But if they just said, "All right, you're doing good, keep going," <laughs> then you know nobody's innocent. Nobody's innocent now. If everyone's innocent, I also nobody's just innocent. I just I just want to say the. Uh, Logo at the bottom here for the Super NES looks like the Sesame Street sign. Oh shit! So it is a Super Nintendo game. But doesn't that look like the Sesame Street sign, like the the, yeah. the street sign for Sesame Street? Can you tell me how to get how to get the Super NES Street? <laughs> and then following up, because you know we're not having an, we're not having enough fun with board games. Skip it. So Just we skip need skip it. It's Monopoly <laughs> for all the listeners. It's fucking Monopoly. Like I got excited for the fact that Clue was on the thing, and I'm a dickhead. I'm sorry. Monopoly's next. We don't want to talk about it. And since we're not doing talk, talk, talking about Monopoly, we can talk about Super Bowling. Super Bowling. Why do these people have weird faces? What's going on with their faces that I can't figure out? Well, they don't have nostrils. Because they're birds. They just have weird. Well, that dude's not a bird. He doesn't have nostrils. He's just got a weird nose face. He's hanging out with his bird posse. I guess so. Like, these people look okay because you're not supposed to see their nostrils. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, so we got uh, turkey bowl. put something bowl. in my drink, and now I'm hallucinating at the pictures. <laughs> yeah. But then we got uh, bowling for feathers. Three ways to play. The turkey bowl. This is the bowling the American way. You might score st- a strike or get a spare, but you could, always, you could also end up in the gutter. Golf mode. Forget gophers and cups in the ground. Golf mode tees you off against challenging pin placements as you try to get par. And then practice mode. Because whatever. Oh, this is great. We get to see some black people going bowling. Except and, you can't uh, really see them because they're blacked out. What the they, fuck? They are so fucking black. Nintendo, you pieces of racist shit. <laughs> this is terrible. Like, the black dude has an orange shirt, and that's the only reason you can tell he's a human. The, the black girl... Has a green shirt and purple hair. She's a shadow She's holding a ball. She's literally just holding a ball. Wow, that is so fucked up. If they walk out at night, they're invisible. If they walk out, like, even in this well-lit bowling alley, you can't see them. They're just the absence of light. <laughs> they absorb the spectrum. That's so fucked up. <laughs> Nintendo, you guys are dicks. Susie Spinner Spencer plays at con- uh, plays a control game, but has... The weakest arm of the bunch. Her top game is so far 230, but she's sure to improve. So I wonder if you actually like play the game and get your guys' stats up, or if it's like... Oh shit, look at this! You, if you win a game, you get showered. Yeah, you, you get, get a, a champagne, champagne shower. shower. And you get a little Japanese salute from your character. Yeah, he does like a little... Uh, uh, given a pe- given a victory sign. It'd be great if for the black characters, instead of like the blonde girls showering them with champagne, it was firemen with like fire hoses just <laughs> blasting them out of the bowling alley. Like, <laughs> you are not welcome here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Go to the color- peaceful protest. Go to the colored bowling alley. Yeah, go to the colored bowling alley down the way. It's just the alley. It just is the alley. <laughs> Fucking terrible. Oh boy. Oh my god. Well, that's the fifties. God damn. Or the uh, the twenty seventeens. I mean, come well, on. that's not us doing that, Mike. That's insane. That's that's the Americans. That's the Americans doing that. Well, I mean, like, a, you know. we'll be seeing this on the news. Look at actually, look at. There's a screenshot of a black person winning. You can't see anything. See the white guy? He's just he's standing in front of the pins. Yeah. You can see him standing there. Black person. There's just pins that have fallen, and you can see a face, sort of. Yeah, they're shadows. That's fucked up, Nintendo. When he's bowling, you can just see the back of... <laughs> and his shirt is orange, so he blends in with the fucking lanes. <laughs> wow. And oh, then, uh, speaking of black people... Fresh Prince. The uh, the players the players poll 
That's him when he was doing his actual thing. Willie Smith. Willie Smith is in my magazine. Yep, the third prize. Jazzy Jeff. Oh, my God. There is no third prize. What yes, third prize is the 15 Nintendo Power Tees. Second prize is the complete music library by oh, DJ, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Jeff and, and the Fresh, Fresh Prince. Prince. I want this shit. The complete music library. All four albums. Yo, if I won this as a like a person got, at the time, I would be upset if I didn't continue to get like... We got Rock the House, Home Base... Uh, Are you trying to read these? The fuck is that album? And in this corner, and uh, GJ Jazzy Jeff with a it's a white album, but they covered up the fucking name because it's a solo album. It's a solo album by Black Music Enthusiast Brandon Got the Beat Boswell. Yeah, you don't know Jazzy Jeff's solo album. He's got his own shit, bro. So then we get to in the grand prize. You get to hang out with Fresh Prince. And Jazzy Jeff. I want to see the follow-up of this. You get to spend the weekend in Sully, California. Jam with the award-winning rappers on your own miracle piano teaching style keyboard. So you win that keyboard? Yeah. Huh. And you get to cool. and you get the right music with the with these two guys yeah. on it. You know, like I can just imagine like oh my god, it's just him like pushing a button like in West Philadelphia, born and raised. And he just teaches you that song like four different times. And just keeps hitting the keyboard on a different spot and just, like, plays the same song. But like, like it's, it's like the same thing, but he just, like, swaps out your hometown. Yeah. In West End, Ottawa, born and raised. <laughs> on the snow ground is where I spend most of my days. <laughs> chilling out, literally, because it's fucking cold. <laughs> just chilling and people. chilling, because chilling is all you can do, because it's chilly as fuck <laughs> outside of the school. Canada. <laughs> so then we get to see... Now, Dickheads, George and Rob are gonna do some dumb shit. <sighs> yeah, Cisco and Niebert were without the train. Wait, wait, wait. I won. Yeah. So, I guess I'm. Wait, go back. I'm this dickhead near that dickhead. <laughs> I guess I'm George. I'm George. Okay, so we get to see some games they don't even get screenshots, which, you know, really should tell you <laughs> something's wrong. Okay, to the note of them saying that, like, us saying that they don't give us screenshots, we should also, like, denote to our viewers that we just played Rock, Paper, Scissors quickly, because in the image of the two dickheads that we hate, they are playing Rock, Paper, Scissors, and it looks like Rob, apparently, with the dumb face, picked Scissors, and, and Dumb Dick George picked Rock, so George wins, and I picked Scissors, and... and, and Mike picked paper? Yeah. Yeah, paper. I thought, I thought he was going to go with rock. No. Not a chance. So then uh, there's games. Uh, so we got... Spy versus Spy Operation. Barbie Girl. Spy versus Spy Operation. Booby Trap. That gets a screenshot. Barbie Girl. Barbie Girl in the Barbie world. No screenshot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they say Barbie Game Barbie game Girl It's a solid and easy-to-play side-scrolling action game. I'd say this is perfect for Barbie fans. I think that Barbie fans will like this game a lot. Thanks, Rob. You're a dickhead. <laughs> I don't know. This game This game sounds fucking sexist as hell. I mean, girls can enjoy playing video games. I don't think anybody can enjoy <laughs> playing Barbie. The spy versus spy, Rob says, I like the spies. I like the way they look in the game. The rest of it leaves me lukewarm. Yeah, the spies are fun, and the booby trap idea is true to Mad Magazine, but it doesn't make for a very deep game. I'm just pointing out how, like, simple Rob sounds. I like the spies. I like the way they look. Uh, the rest of the game makes me feel not good. Like, you are so fucked. I clicked the thing. I'm sorry. I went the wrong way. Go back that way. What, was there anything else to talk about? No, I meant, like, forward more. Prince of Persia? Actually, what do they say about Prince of Persia? Prince of Persia... 
Uh, it's fun to watch the prince character moving his game, but he's not the first prince. No, no. The first prince of Persia. That would be in, great. in West Persia, born and raised, climbing up the walls was how I spent most of my days. In West End, Samarkand, born, born and raised, <laughs> in the sandboxes where I spent most of my days. No, falling out <laughs> windows and shit. <laughs> Help the prince make his way through 14 treacherous levels and defeat the evil King Jafar, which is inaccurate. Also, amazing character animations. For and your me. guy says. My guy says, the main plus is the animation. <laughs> the main minus is the play control. And you're reading Gaydance. No, that was because he's special. <laughs> you're a dickhead. But so, it was fun. Wait, go back to it? Because like he says so little about it. Like The actual quote, it's like... They have a huge gap. Instead of, like, just the spaces, they gapped it huge because he's literally special. <laughs> and also, why is he putting math in? He can hardly handle regular shit. Pluses and minuses? Fucking blowing his mind. Yeah, so... Then we get Hook, where Peter Pan attempts to save his children from the evil Hook. And apparently you have a fly meter. Oh. Like a float? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That makes sense, because Peter Pan can kind of fly. Because he's kind of shit at so, it. So let's see what they have to say about Soul Blazer. No, oh, Soul, Bla- uh, Soul where? Blazer where isn't. Do you, where do you see that? Oh. Isn't quite the Act Razor sequel I was hoping for, but it does get interesting after a few play sessions. Uh, I refuse to read Rob's. <laughs> Don't read Rob's. Fuck Rob. <laughs> Fuck Rob. Then we get this to the only one where he sounds semi-intelligent. And we're not giving him the credit. Suck it, Rob. Okay, so then we get to see uh, the Nest title scores. Uh, you know Tec- Tecmo Cup is the one that can't break a three, and yeah. uh, Danny Sullivan's Indie well, Heat. Got more, more sports in whatever G. What's G again? I can't remember. Graphics. Oh yeah. Then uh, Barbie Girl. Te- uh, Bar- Barbie Girl. Graphics. Barbie Girl scoring Three's higher than Tec- Barbie Girl scoring higher than Tecmo Cup. Yeah. And uh, oh my gosh, Barbie Girl in the same league as Dig Dug. Namco fucked up Dig Dug so much. That it matches Barbie Girl. Jetson's smoking ass too. Apparently, yeah. anything with the in the comedy or comic action genre is like brutally smashing ass. <laughs> They're all threes or higher. Yeah, well, the Spy vs. Spy is just the threes. Hero but quest. Here we get to see Clue, Dino City, and Hook and Monopoly, and they're all three point two to three point five doing. Fairly okay. See, like, here's the thing, though. Like, who the fuck rates these? This is the thing that I've never understood about this. Like, frankly, if I was Nintendo, I'd be like, this is the game that we think will sell the least. Let's tell everybody they got rated the most. Yep. And then we got the top 20 for the NES. We have Super Mario Brothers 3, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, and Battletoads for the Super NES Legend of Zelda. Oh, my God. 29,600 points. Number two, Super Mario World. Fucking great game. Only 8,500 points. This you know, game I've never, smoked this game. I've never understood where these and points you have come got from. It. Like, so what? People are writing in what their points were? and What? I think... Is it votes? Somebody voting for these? How do they get the points? I, no I think they that. just go by sales numbers and uh, uh, stuff like that. That could work. So... Legend of Zelda dominating the Super Nintendo charts. Yeah. So that's why if you ever play a Zelda game, it's got to be this. It's fucking great. Doesn't mean I'm gonna though. <laughs> and then. Then Game Boy, we got Metroid. Super Mario Land, King as always. Doctor Mario after that. Simpsons.
Anywho. And then we got Battletoads at number three. Castlevania. Oh, we didn't play that one yet. Uh, and then the players picked where we get to see a bunch of children we make fun of on a regular basis. Yeah. And uh, David Adam. Oh, man. Some of these I just want to attack. Kyle. Okay, which ones do you want? Okay, I want Lauren Tongue. He's this little... No, no, no. no. Pick, a, pick, a, pick a which, no. which three you want first, and I'll take... Like, I want... I want David, and I want Nick, and I want Kyle. Okay? You got him. So we got Lauren Tung, a little Kim Jong-il-looking kid. He's excited. He's ready to go take over he, the country. He, he's, he's very happy, but I just know when this kid grows up, he's just going to like be hitting on the ladies, and he's like, Hey, girl, you want some tongue? The, be- the best part is when this guy grows up, the picture of him is going to be exactly the same. It's going to be the exact same picture. And speaking of exactly the same, we got Nick Watts, the white Lauren Tung. The, the white Lauren Tung. <laughs> So one is from Rochester Hills, and one is from Chardon. I, I gotta give Nick oh, Watts wow. credit. He's got a good list here. Mega Man 4, 3, yeah. Ninja Turtles 2, and Super Mario Brothers 2 and 3. He's got some good picks. I still slap the shit at him, though. <laughs> and then we got this charming little guy, Steven Tucker. He's got Mega Man 2, Super Mario Brothers 1, 2, 3, and Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade So game. he's got the same list as the other kid, except no, but he only plays Mega Man 2, and he's got... Super yeah, Mario so what it's like the easier game. You got any fun with your guys? So fucking all of these guys are superstars. Like your Steven Tucker kid, he's like my Nick Rivish or whatever the fuck this guy's name is. Like they look like Hollywood fucking savants or something. And it's just like, what is going on with these kids? <laughs> where did they get? Where does he get that picture? I mean, look at the background he's got. He's like fucking yeah, he's like a superstar. Fucking bananas. And then, yeah, you got David Adam over here in the bottom corner or whatever, and he's just staring off at the other two people's, like, fucking, uh, the, the fucking backgrounds that they got. But my favorite of all is Kyle Airtime Olsen, who's got Super C, uh, Mega Man 3, uh, Bigfoot has one of his games, Snake's Revenge Metal Gear 2, which is a dope game, and, uh... Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest, which is another game that I grew up playing too. But Kyle Airtime Olsen. I'm looking this pig up. I want to find this guy. He's got the best hair. He's got the best little buck tooth smile. He looks like he's fucking... Like, I, I can't even imagine not, like, meeting this kid in the playground and getting along with him instantly. I want to meet this guy. Yeah, he looks like the kind that wouldn't bully anybody, like... No, he'd probably bully somebody, but like I'd walk up to him bullying another kid, and I'd be like, ha, ah, and then join in with him. And then, <laughs> like that's how we would get along. You'd, like, have like uh, a, you'd have like a nice friendship montage of you like dunking other kids' heads in the toilet. Yeah, and then like us, in us playing games like together, and then like us tripping a kid with the cord as he goes down the hall. Like it looks all innocent, like we're just playing, and all of a sudden we're like ping, and then somebody goes falling, and we start laughing again. All the, all the while you're playing like, let me tell you about my best friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or you got a friend of me is what I was thinking, but whatever. Both are probably copywritten, so... Oh, Tim Allen, you got a friend of me. <laughs> Speaking of... You're the best. I saw a picture, like, somebody on, on Facebook posted again. I've seen this over and over again. I'll send it, and we'll put it on Facebook again. But there's a picture of Tim Allen when he got his mugshot in the 90s, or the 80s. I don't know, whenever he was doing his coke thing, right? And I swear to God, Tim Allen looks like... Like, in the picture, it looks like a love chop between my dad and my best friend's dad. And it's so fucking disturbing to think about. <laughs> it's just like, he's all fucked up. He's got his hair all messy. He's got, like, that sweet, sweet, dirty mustache. It's all thick and gross. <laughs> and, oh, man, does he not look like my dad and, and this other guy. But, uh, so he so says... So, our celebrity player profile is, of course... <laughs> that's right. The Tim man Allen. himself. So, um... He says that uh, 
If Tim Allen has his way, instead of saving the princess, Mario's adventures would lead him to find a home-to-home repair and rewiring in hopes of being the uh, in hopes of being a guest on the Bob Vila's Home Fixes show. Um, yet, as as one of the country's premier comedians and star of the hit TV show Home Improvement, Tim Allen has not only built but also climbed the ladder of success. Uh, as a skilled craftsman in his own right, Tim continues to build a loyal following with each installation of tips on home improvement, which will air on Wednesdays at 9 a.m., shameless commercial for ABC in the fall season. Yeah. So we get to see... Uh, Tim is They ask awesome him, what's his, fa- what's his favorite Nintendo game? He says, I really like the Super Mario Brothers, which we would often play until we were stumped and couldn't go any further. That's sometimes being two or three in the morning. I still remember how the Mario Brothers music continues to pop in my head and remain there for hours. <laughs> oh no, it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so they awesome. Ask, Do you really believe it when you say that all men are pigs? I derive my comedy from a premise set forth by my mother that men are grunting Neanderthal pigs capable of nothing more than lawn care and vehicle maintenance. <laughs> This is some pretty heavy sexist Oh, this is the best. Listen to this. If Nintendo were to create a video game specifically designed for you, what would the title and objective of the game be? Wow, my own game, huh? The title would be More Power. (laughs) And the objective would be to successfully rewire and repair equipment. Well, I would go home to home fixing windows, doors, and other household items. At the end, instead of saving the princess... I'd get to be a guest on the Bob Vila show. This guy's dream is to be Mike Holmes. No, but holy <laughs> fuck! Guys, you don't understand. Tim has a game and you fucking avoid dinosaurs and throw tools as shit. Oh, home it's improvement. Fucking ridiculous! Oh my god! The game sucks and it's hilarious but awesome and terrible. And he's got a game! I guess this came up before then. I assume as much. Yeah. And so they ask him, like, what's your favorite tool? It's the Makita 720 top-of-the-line cordless drill. My wife was really good with the 720, and I do a lot of work around the house together. I only wish there was a Makita cordless vacuum cleaner. I like the question before that where it says, how would you turn up the power on your Nintendo? And he says, well, you've got you've to have some way to hook up a turbo combustion. There's just no better way. Mario would be moving faster. He'd actually step out of the screen, pull out his power drill, and go crazy fixing all the things in your house that need repairing. This, my friend, is playing with power. (laughs) (laughs) You you gotta admit, this cokehead is doing pretty darn good for himself. He said our thing, though. He did the thing. He said our thing. (laughs) Um, Also, I just want to point out that uh, didn't we also have his kid on? In a previous fucking... Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Yeah, wasn't he one of the other celebrities that they profiled? Maybe. Or well, No, I think it was a shitty kid, wasn't it? Yeah. Like like the, the shitty of the two yeah. kids. Mario is the ultimate plumber of the video world. How would you incorporate a Makita into his adventures? Mario Makita? Well, Mario would have the ability to reduce or enlarge the size of his Makita power drill from portable to turbo size, depending on how many power-ups he's accumulated. When the drill is smaller, he can give it orders or wear it in his belt. If he needs to escape from enemies, he can turn the drill into a life-size turbo power drill and jump safely inside. Do you have any advice for Nintendo Power players? I truly enjoy playing Nintendo games, and I advocate doing so as long as plenty of time is reserved for reading, even if it's a book about Nintendo. Hold on, you missed the best part of that last bit. Uh, if he needs to escape from enemies, he can turn the drill into a life-size turbo power drill, jump safely inside. Or 
He can drill them to the wall. Arr, arr, arr. <laughs> this guy's fucked. I have so much respect and, and confusion. Oh, my God. Do you have any advice for Nintendo Power players? I truly enjoy playing with Nintendo games I, I and advocate doing so as long as plenty of time is still reserved for reading. Even if it's a book about Nintendo, reading really is a wonderful habit that, unlike drugs, enlightens us about life itself and the world we live in. So just unprompted, he was like, hey... Uh, drugs. Drugs are bad in K. <laughs> but, like, not even. Like, he, he says that, but that's not what he's saying. Like, that's just it's his way of saying, cough, got a drug problem. Cough. Yeah, you don't do drugs. <laughs> or, you, or you might end up super famous, rich, and successful like me. It's No, okay, look, this is what's happening. It's like a therapist on the couch, and it says, like, do you have any advice for your children when they grow up? And then... You look and you think about all the shitty things that you do in your own life. Go back, damn it. I gotta see this so I can remember what he's doing. And then, so it's like, what would you say to your kids if you died and they could, like, they were still gonna be made? And he'd say, don't do drugs, because that's how I fucked up my life. But this is his way of, like, secretly saying that. Like, I enjoy playing Nintendo games and I advocate doing so. He's saying, I advocate this one thing, but for no apparent reason, I'm also gonna bring up this other really totally opposite spectrum thing and tell you maybe just don't do it even though nobody really was thinking about it I got it. the story it's him covertly fulfilling community service ah, I was thinking more like in his head he's just feeling guilty and just you know like kind of asking yeah. for help like don't do drugs wait nobody said anything about drugs yeah I'm just saying don't do drugs he was ordered to do a drug PSA but then he said I'll fine but I get to choose <laughs> Yeah, I'll do and one as with long Nintendo. As long as he smashes drugs once, it yeah. counts as a PSA on it's his It's a record. whole PSA, oh. yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then it, you're good. Yep, the, uh, the judge signs off on it, and he's done. Yeah. So, so now we have... Moving on, we got the pack watch. Yeah, Roadrunner's Death Valley Rally, where you get to see... You get to be the cut, uh, the Roadrunner, or the Coyote... Shit, which one? Yeah. This pack watcher no was blown idea. away by how the graphics matched the cartoon. Sunsoft tested early versions of the game by placing it beside a videotape cartoon, and people couldn't tell the difference. Well, the cartoon never had point screens on it. Yeah. But uh, the graphics here for the Super Nintendo are pretty fucking good. Yeah, I mean, but you can definitely tell the difference. Oh, yeah. It says, not only does Wile E. Coyote come after you, so you're the roadrunner. Yeah. A series of comic events will be set in motion that set about some absurd demise of Wiley. On the action front, Roadrunner may soon become the fastest critter in video games. Oh, I think that's a secret diss against Sonic. Think so? Yep, the fastest critter in video games. They'd be picking on someone with speed. Yeah, but is Sonic already out? 1992. Well, Sonic was 94. Hmm. The Pack Watch predicts this game will be big. It looks pretty dang good. And then Super Star Wars. Talk about fucking big. Yeah, yeah, you like this one, I know. Yep, so we get to see some beautiful screenshots. We can play this one. Is this two-player? No. Oh, well, fuck you then. We can't play this one. So we get to see some beautiful screenshots of Han Solo shooting up the fucking cantina by himself. Because Han is a fucking boss. Like a boss. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Before we go any further. we get to see Luke pod racing. Before we get any further, did you know that there is a list of... Well, not list of. There is a series of Star Wars comics in which... Uh, they talk it's like the, the, the movie plays out like exactly like it was except when fucking Luke shoots 
there's a malfunction on the missile, and the missile doesn't explode, and the Death Star's fine. And everybody gets pissed off, so they shoot at the rebel base, and they don't manage to blow up the planet, but they do fuck up the base. And everybody escapes, and then there's this whole thing where, like, Luke and Han are, like, at each other's throats. It's crazy. It's awesome. You guys, look up comics. If you get, get into comics. Why the fuck did you turn off your instruments? Ben told me to. We saw Ben die in the Death Star, yeah. you fucking psychopath. Yeah, that's the best part. Is like, okay, so after the Death Star doesn't explode, they kind of, like, escape. And then uh, Han turns to Luke, and he's like, okay, well, that went bad. You ready to just, like, go away forever? Like, kind of? Like, forever, forever? And he's like, uh, you're a dickhead. No. I thought you were supposed to be a hero. And he pulls a saber on him, and he's about to go nuts on him when all of a sudden... Ghost of Ben shows up and calms him down, but then after Ben says <laughs> the, what he's and, saying, and the ghost of Leia because she just got blown the fuck no, up. No, she's not dead. She's in the, the Death Star. The Yavin base got blown up. No, she's in the Death Star. No, she's she, she was on Yavin when they made no, the run on the Death Star. That didn't happen. That's what? it's like a what if comic, huh. and some things are different, and the things specifically that you're referring to didn't happen because Leia's definitely alive later in so the So he was going to shoot Leia on no. the he was gonna blow up the Death Star with Leia on it. I don't know. No, I don't know. Maybe, okay, look, I didn't read the fucking comics yet, alright? I just know they exist and I'm telling our listeners about them. The most important part, damn it, is about the fact that <laughs> when Luke pulls his saber on Han. The only thing that stops Luke from going ape shit and cutting him up is the fact that Obi-Wan's ghost, Jedi Force style, shows up and talks some sense into Luke. Hey Luke, you done fucked up. Hey, Luke. I told you to trust in the Force. No, hey Luke, just calm the fuck down for a second. Maybe don't gut the dude that flies the ship that you're currently on, you know? <laughs> Maybe just shut the fuck up for a second. You're a teenager and a dickhead. So then, while that's happening, Han holsters his gun. Which is totally cool. Does he see? Does he see Ben? When you realize the fact that he can't see Force ghosts, <laughs> so in his mind, he's like, "Oh no, dumb young kid just pulled a a light sword on me, which I thought didn't exist like fucking two days ago. I better get my gun out." And just before he shoots him, the kid starts talking to nothing, and he goes, "Nah, I'll put this gun away for now. He'll come in handy." Like, what is happening? I'm pretty sure maybe he can see Han. No. Absolutely can't. It's been verified. Anyway. So then we get to see Bart's Nightmare. Yep. Which doesn't look like a nightmare. Sounds fucking sick. This game looks amazing. You get to take out the twins by shooting their balloon. You get to be Bartzilla. Yep. Tearing apart Springfield. Tearing up Springfield. That looks awesome. Then we got Super Batter Up, which is sports, so fuck off. This is, uh, hold on. Is this the one that I have? This is not the one I have. This then we got Wing Commander. This is story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. And now I'm breaking out in random song and there's nothing I can do. <laughs> so, <laughs> and with time for Brandon to nearly catch his bus. So, yeah. <laughs> we got Wing Commander. We got a bunch of screenshots of them saying Wing Commander. Then we got something called Gods, which looks like a bunch of hunchbacks. Well, yeah. it looks like the, the the one person who can stand up straight. I think it's like the Attack on Titan. The one person who can stand up straight in the world of Hunchbacks is God. Is God. Good. Then we get to see the WWF Steel Cage Challenge. Steel Cage Challenge. The WWF and LJN are back together in the heaviest way. No. With another heavy wrestling game for the NES. Ten of your favorite wrestlers take part in a one in a one versus computer or two simultaneous regular tag or cage matches. I'm done. And then finally we get to see Dragon Warrior 4. These games just don't stop coming and I couldn't be happier. 
Is it, like, good? Have you played any of these, Dragon Warriors? I played... Yeah. I've played all the Dragon Warrior... When they came out on the Game Boy. No, not the Game Boy. I played a bunch of Dragon Warrior games. I don't remember exactly which ones. Uh, the ones for the PlayStation. PlayStation 2. Uh, the, uh, F-11, the ones 7A that, the ones Stealth that, Fighter. The ones that came out on the DS. I've played those. And I beat the original Dragon Warrior for the NES. Haven't played the other ones, but they were released on the Super Nintendo. So, that means that they would count. If we're going to play any version, we should play the Super Nintendo version. We should play the Super Nintendo version. So, the next up, we have under construction F11 7A Stealth Fighter for the Micro... By Micropros. By Micropros. Which is like Microsoft if they focused on literature. It looks like... It looks like Battleship, but like shittier. <laughs> Speaking of shittier, we got Sports Central by LJN. By LJN. And Looney Tunes. This looks like garbage too, but it must be on the Game Boy. Coast. It's made by Sunsoft. So, Is you know, they're, not pre- good? they're pretty. No, Sunsoft makes decent games. So That's what I was asking. Yeah, this looks like it's uh, worth a. Uh, the only show. Looney Tunes games I played were not terrible, but. You'll have like a different Looney Tunes, Tunes character as you play each stage. No. So that means. That sucks. Don't do that. Dude, you get to be Daffy Duck fighting your 70 Sam. For cool. one stage. Oh, yeah, so you get variety. And there's a water fucking stage. Oh. Yeah, now you know what I'm saying. Okay, so for Japan Watch, we got something called Ogre Battle, which... Uh, it's never Ogre. What is it, all gray? No, not that either. Do you know the It's Never Ogre? Like the Shrek thing? Oh. It's not Ogre, it's never Ogre. Do you, not know, do you not know what that is? Am I traumatizing our listeners right now without you being traumatized as well? Listeners, I will make him watch that at a different point in time. Hmm. If you know what I'm talking about, you're now traumatized too. So I've seen welcome. Shrek, but I don't remember that. Okay. You've so, not seen Shrek like we've seen Shrek. Oh, well, then you got Japan Watch. Wizardry for the Famicom is a mega hit in Japan. Oh, boy. Now, Wizardry for the Super Famicom promises the same RPG depth with better graphics, sound, and effects. Another added incentive for Wizardry fans is that the 16-bit game might come on the device that allows you to transfer your build-up character data from the Nintendo. Holy tits. That's fucking ambitious as fuck. That's off the wall. Barcode battle may be one of the most ideas ever. The game comes with a barcode reading device. You read any barcode from any package to produce the characteristics of your character. They did this for the Super... They did this for the fucking PlayStation. I think it was uh, Monster Hunter. Oh, yeah. Or some other game like that. You could put music CDs in your PlayStation. Once you load this game up, it would read the metadata inside. And apparently, like, one of the most powerful monsters in it is in a Spice Girl CD. It just so reads... It just, it, so it just, like, reads the, the information and then, like, randomly assigns you a thing? Yeah. Huh. But it's not random, though, because... Well, yeah, like, they're assigned to certain yeah. numbers, but when they made the numbers, they didn't know what the fuck just, songs were going to trigger those numbers. No. That's amazing. But you put a fucking Spice Girl CD and you got like this fucking Megasaur or whatever. That's amazing. So basically, I mean, the idea that you could take your music library, put it on your PlayStation, and it would generate a character yeah. that you would control in battle. That's fucking amazing. And they did it here with the barcode reader. Come on. I think it's funny that... Can you imagine? It's like, I want to play this game. Mom, hand me that can of corn peas. Boom. But does it read any barcodes, though? It seems. No, you can I read didn't. any barcode from any package to produce the basic characteristics of your character. Oh. So it's... Uh, oh. Okay, I kind of get what it's doing. Too bad we can't emulate that. Mm. So then we got Gossip Galore. We got games coming up like Road Riot, Hunt for Red October, Phalanx, Golden Fighter, Mickey Mouse, and Bionic Commando. I had, whoa, whoa. Go back. Go back. Where's that? Give me... Yeah. Uh... 
Pretty sure I had that game, that Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse's Magical Adventure. I played that too. That game was fucking great. It's made by Capcom. Uh, I think it was good, but I think I fucking hated it. Uh, yeah, Matt Misty's yeah Mystical Quest or Mickey Mouse from Capcom. Yeah, Mystical Quest. I enjoyed yeah. the shit out of that game. Is it, you got to get a lot of cake in that game, right? I don't remember that. All I remember is that I enjoyed the hell out of it. I beat it. It was great and I loved it. And next issue, we have Bionic Commando, Adventure Island 3, Out of This World, and Super Mario Kart. Okay, Out of This World, hold on. Do you know anything about that game? Yeah, it uses like, we talked it uses like the most extreme graphics yeah. that the uh, Super Nintendo was capable of. Like the same graphics that went into Star Fox. Yeah. Went into um, this. It looks a lot like the game Flashback, I think it's called. Yeah. So... That wraps up uh, so this you, issue. What did you know anything about the game Flashback? Do you know what I'm talking about? That game Flashback. We'll talk about it another issue, maybe. Yes. So that wraps up this issue. Woo! Yeah. Yay! And uh, if, you wanna, if you want to, if you want to, well, if you want to uh, support the show, you can visit us on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/PlayingWithPower. If you want to see us on Facebook, that's pa- that's Facebook.com/slash/PlayingWithPowerPodcast. Yep. You can uh, again support the show on Patreon. Can't say that enough. Yeah, uh, will always the show will always be free, but we uh, we want money. And yeah, <laughs> actually, I was gonna say uh, a quick little Patreon shout out. If you're gonna buy yourself a coffee, feel free to buy us a coffee too. You know, because <laughs> if you got the, the buck twenty, you can put a buck into Patreon. Yep. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> so. Uh, yes, you can uh, find us on Twitter. Yep. At GetThePower88. Yep. You can also uh, stay tuned to the feed by subscribing to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Music Store, and various other uh, network things like CastBox for the uh, Android. For Android yep. If you try to find us on popular podcasting apps and you don't find us, let us know and we'll freaking get there. Yeah, that's true and too. That, Feel free to also find us on Facebook. Well, I know me individually. Anyway, I don't care. Yeah, you can find Brandon Boswell on Facebook. Yep. You can find me, Mike King. And if you just want to say hi, or if you have amazing, awesome game stories that you want to share. Stories talk, or talents. Talk maybe to you us. make some crazy crafts. We just or, might have you on the show. You know, you're interested in being a guest. Hey, give us a shout. We yep. like humans. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, yep, that's about it. So, I'm Mike King. And I'm Brandon Boswell. And you've been playing with power. There you go. Well, thank you for enjoying another episode of Playing With Power Podcast. Uh, it's John here with Mike, and we wanted to appreciate the, uh, you going back on this retrospective journey through the retrospective podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the retro rabbit hole. The retro, yeah. How retro can we go? We get some retro, retro episodes here. Retro Inception. Yeah. Um, so Mike, just, just, just make, just make sure the top stops, and then you'll know you're, you'll find, then you'll know you're finally out. <laughs> you wanted to talk about a few things, Mike. Well, uh, you know, these are uh, some of the old episodes, so we probably didn't get to talk about the Patreon. So, just a reminder, we have a Patreon. So if you want to support the show in any way, uh, either by uh, financially pushing your way into creative control and dominating the show, 
which we're uh, we're not we're fine with, like we do have a price, <laughs> and it's it's a very low price. <laughs> so, yep. Yeah, so get in while the getting's good. Otherwise, if we start making enough money, we start we might start developing standards. <laughs> Don't, I wouldn't hold your breath. But no, but seriously, uh, it, it, it is. Uh, if you if you want to go to uh, what is it? Patreon.com backslash playing with power. Yeah, patreon.com slash playing with power. And, uh, yeah, any money, uh, you know, I, uh, I'm i well aware. Uh, it's, you know, you don't have a lot of spare money, so anything that you can contribute is much appreciated, not expected. Yeah, you're, probably donate, you're probably donating as much money as possible to the ACLU just to get some someone impeached. <laughs> not saying who. <laughs> but, you know, if you've got a spare nickel or two, you can send it our way and just to just to keep the laughs going. Well, and it's always appreciated whatever you can. And even if you can't and you're just, yeah. you're just on the ride with us and enjoying. Hey, then please rate, review us. Right. Tell people about the show. Like, hey. Word of mouth is free. Scream so, it from the you know from the rooftops. So go to go to arcades and plug it into people's phones. Let's start. Message me for a playing with power T-shirt, and you don't have to say anything. Just walk around and advertise the show for let's, us. Let's uh, let's start a guerrilla movement here. Let's get this uh, let's get this off the ground. <laughs> um, and uh, the second the second guerrilla the post Harambe movement. <laughs> yeah, this guerrilla will get shot hopefully. Um, <laughs> and. So, uh, also, if you have any suggestions of favorite episodes of yourselves, like uh, if you want to go to the Facebook group, it's all, we always—that's probably the best way to get in touch with us. Honestly, is the Facebook group. Facebook uh, search "Playing with Power" uh, podcast. You can post it on the page or message us directly. Mm. Either way, yeah, we're, we check that thing religiously. Right. So we might we might use that for some suggestions in the future. And. Uh, Anything uh, right? Yeah, like like Mike said, rate review on iTunes uh, helps move us up the charts. Um, also, yeah, we're, we're Twitter. Get the power eighty eight. There's a lot of people that just don't understand how podcasts work. That they're free. So if you have a coworker that you know is into video games, or you know you can suggest us, or even if you don't suggest us and get them on podcasting in general, that's helpful because. Uh, apparently only about 20% of the population uh, even passively listens to podcasts, so if we can get uh, the spread of podcasts uh, a little bit more prevalent, um, it'll it'll help uh, the medium in if general. You, if you can get that 20% of the population listening to us... <laughs> oh my god. Then you've, then you've done your job. That'd be creepy. <laughs> <laughs> let's just shoot. Let's just shoot for like twenty percent of people that like old Nintendo magazines, and <laughs> we'll go from there. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, it is all. Wait a second. Our, our download stats have increased by about twenty five thousand. <laughs> yeah, right. Twenty percent of the population. That would be millions and millions. But um, we'd probably get some letters from Podbean about uh, having to cough up a few more shekels for the hosting but <laughs> that happened at my well, work that translate by the way like if that translates to the patreon then we can just say fine do you want it in 50s or hundreds my work we paid for like file sharing for like files that we use for um some uh our clients and like i guess they did an audit of the site because we paid like 80 bucks a couple years ago for the service and like they're, they want like a thousand bucks a year from us now because we're like such heavy users. <laughs> and we're like... Oh, the bastards. Internet is... The internet. Yeah. Um, well, they, it's, a, it's a little complicated. It, 80, bu- 80 bucks like a couple years ago isn't fair, but a thousand dollars a year isn't fair either. Like it should be somewhere in between, but uh, you know, it's not my decision, so whatever. But 
Anyhow, uh, thank you again for joining us on our retro review of our retro podcast. Um, uh, like we said, reach out to us on Facebook, uh, Patreon, uh, maybe put on Facebook a couple of your favorite episodes. Any Reach out and pay us. <laughs> or not. Whatever. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, or, 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 or definitely yes. <laughs> I mean, don't don't let them think that's don't let them think that no is an option. <laughs> pay Mike at least, so maybe he'll shut up. But you know he won't. So if you pay Mike, he'll just keep being Mike. So look, if if look, I'll talk. But if I have enough money to get out of my parents' house and like live on my own, at least I'll be saying happy things rather than sad, depressing, wrist-slitting things. <laughs> Help Mike not David Carradine himself. All right. <laughs> Anyway, people, uh, thank you again for for joining us, and I hope you liked uh, our retrospective episode. And uh, you want to take us on out, Mike? Thanks for uh, listening, and you've been playing with power. Wow.